Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Top Shelfers Podcast. Um, let's do a quick shout out to our sponsors, Monarch Social. If you guys are looking to get yourself a website, get that online brick and mortar look, have it clean and professional, Monarch Social is the place to go. You can head over to their website, monarchsocialbrand.com, or reach out to me. Websites are very affordable and are done by a team. Fantastic. I'm getting myself one, which we'll talk about later. Second of all, Dark Prime Collectibles. It's tough. It's tough talking about Magic the Gathering right now because all the new series are being bought up. Oh, excuse me, the Time Spiral is being bought up. But that doesn't mean you can't go check out Dark Prime Collectibles and see next time they're getting product in. And aside from the new Time Spiral, you can go and check out their wide range of Magic the Gathering cards on top of Legos, action figures, and much, much more. You can go onto their website, darkprimecollectibles.com, and you can see their whole entire shop. And last but not least, Hepius Med. If you're looking for premium CBD that will not break the bank, Hepius is the way to go. They have a product for everyone. I personally use their number two broad spectrum. I have it here on my desk somewhere. Um, I use it as a daily CBD um, product. Helps me just, I don't know, I've been on it about a month now and it really does help me out a lot. Um, go check them out at happiestmed.com. That's H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com. Thank you guys very much. As you guys can also tell our guest today, the Lord himself, the 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 benevolent God, the the sodium the sodium scoundrel, the I'd like to be in my uh, FBI uh, like uh, denial service. They can't see me now. Oh, that means you can tell all yeah. of the secrets. Where yeah, were you on my, the my passwords? Where were you on the day of September 11th? Where was I? I was in, I was in elementary school. Oh. Was it? Was it actually? Was it a kindergarten or preschool one? Oh, no. <laughs> I love the auto beeps. The auto beep is the way to go. Now I appreciate you coming on. I know it's been a while, so a lot of you guys have asked about Salty Frank. Um, and when he could come back on. So I'm glad that I was able to get you on. I'm glad that you were able to kind of fill the spot that I needed. So for those of you who don't know who I talked to, I had a guest who was pre-planned and he sadly had to go out to St. George. Um, and then I was kind of scrambling and thankfully good old Sodium Frank has my back. Look, I was just making gelatin. I I was I was sitting there. I was I had plugged my headphones in. I turned on an electric kettle and I was like, mm, this is going to be some good gelatin in five hours." And my phone went ding, and I went, "Oh no, I got to hurry this gelatin up!" And I just took the whisk and just kind of mix it up faster and pour it in the bowl and start getting the fridge. And there you go. That's... Do you have a go-to gelatin, or are you just kind of like any at any moment? The great value like 75 cent per container you go in it's and then you just scoop whatever they have left because everybody buys it because it's so cheap that's my go-to for gelatin is that a flavor or is that just like no no it's whatever flavor is there at the store i just never go for the jello brand gelatin otherwise i'll call my gelatin jello that's a good point do you have a favorite flavor though 
Why, why we start with the hard questions? I, I mean, I feel like you have to either jump into the hard questions so then the easy questions seem hard. Red. You know what they say about people who choose red, right? What? Just like, and like, whatever the opposite is of like hot dog down the hallway, whatever the opposite of that oh. is. Like, oh, uh, tumor. You have yeah. Cancer. Yeah. 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 You have to, you have to go into the hospital and they have to chop your off because it has so much uh, tumor in there. Mm-hmm. That you can't actually fit through a doorway. Yeah, it's actually really actually, sad. Yeah, they actually have to like cut part of the building off and use a crane to pick you up and like, and they can't like use the crane to immediately go in there because it's like on the fourth floor, and there's like four floors above it. So they have to like, like pick you up and like swing you back and forth and then throw you in. It's a very it's a it's an impressive feat. Yeah, and it, it's also impressive because you know, you're just uh, boy, it's a. Uh, Really stretching them out. Um, Nick Joy says Frank is a bitch. So I mean, if you'd like yeah. to address that, I mean, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm gonna have to disagree with you, Nick. Um, no, I, no, I get. No, it's okay. No, it's it's okay. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. When you wake it's up, fine. when you wake up one day, and next thing you know, your cholesterol is so high because you've been breathing in toxic sodium from Frank setting off a salt bomb in your room then oh excuse me he's oh. he did not say Frank is oh, a yeah. bitch he's, my name is a he, he's, my name is a verb hmm mm-hmm. respect that's where you uh you know that you know what that is that's the act of taking your keyboard and just tossing it at somebody yeah is that mm-hmm. this is that the spare keyboard or is that the regular keyboard uh, you knew about my spare keyboard. Listen, listen, salty. I'm I'm not, I'm not as easily, easily, easily. What's the word? I just had a stroke. I'm not easily swindled by regular keyboards and fake keyboards. All right, all right. But what about when you, uh, what about when you take your your gamer mouse, your pro gamer mouse, and you just toss it? That seemed like a power move. I respect that one. Mm-hmm. Where's your? I real bought one? an abomination of a mouse, by the way. Oh, what'd you get? This thing. What the? F- on, look, at, look at this thing. You, like you hold it like this, and this is where you click, like right here. Do you like here. it? I have no idea. I've been using it for like three days. I, I has a joystick on it that I can bound to other buttons for like muting in Discord and in Shadow Play, but I have I have no idea if I actually like this thing or not. I've seen one of those. I've never actually used it, but I've heard a lot of people do enjoy them and actually for like shooters and stuff, they like it better. I, I'm glitching because I'm using virtual focus to uh, to hide the mess that is my room behind me. Oh, I didn't know that's how you did it. Oh, that reminds me. I can turn off my background for a second. I was going to show this off tonight on stream uh, when my guest was here, but I uh, I added a little bit. Oh, excuse me. I added to our, I don't know, off studio. Now I have a whole bunch of stuff in the back. 
Oh, nice. That's a Chungus Pikachu and all my collectible stuff and some horses. Are you going to get an NFT and then buy a monitor just to display the NFT on? Might as well, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Can you explain NFT like in super duper layman's terms? Because I'm familiar with them, but I don't. I still don't know how to explain it. It's like everything now has a potential. To... You know, Bitcoin. Yeah. All right. Imagine if you took Bitcoin and you're like, what if it wasn't a coin? What if it's a what if it's a a, a basketball dunk, but mm. a video, and then somebody's like, "Oh, but there can only be one." So now you... it's a yeah. My thing with NFT though, does that? Okay, let's say I like make an NFT of like me dunking a basketball, and it goes viral. Mm. Does that mean that I own that property? So if I were to like, let's say like I put it on TikTok, and everyone's it's like, all imaginary. That's the thing about NFT that blows my mind. It's all imaginary. It's like, um, it's basically the equivalent of putting your signature on a piece of art that you bought from the store. So like if you went and you found an original artwork that somebody else put out there and they had like the artist's signature on it and then you put your name on the back of it in like permanent marker, that's what the NFT is. But you're just, everybody's agreeing that it works. It's not like... It's not like somebody else can't just pirate what you got. It's not like somebody else can't have that file downloaded on their computer. It's just everybody's agreeing that you're the owner of the video. It's like if you edited a video and sold it to somebody else. It just... Why? Why? Yeah, I I will personally never invest in NFT, at least at where it's at now, because that's the whole thing, right? Is like, if I own that property, and then I could, like, profit off of it like if it was like viral and someone was like hey we want to pay you five thousand just to use it i could see where the value is but if it's just like hey i want to buy this michael jordan signature dunk for a million dollars but i don't stop everyone from using it what's the point you know they're terrible for the environment as well Hmm. nfts that's that's not a joke that's a legitimate thing they're terrible for the environment because you have to mine them from the uh, the uh, blockchain like you do for Bitcoin. So you have to use an insane amount of GPU processing power, which uses an insane amount of actual power to uh, make an NFT. It uses a lot of like like actual power from a PowerPoint. Wait, okay, but I don't understand. Why would you still have to mine the NFT if it's just an intellectual property ownage? Because it's it's like an intellectual property that has attached to it, uh, what's called is it is it a non fungible transfer or non fungible token? I can't remember. One or the other, yeah. But yeah, uh, but from my understanding, which is not great, but it's just like it's like an encryption that can't be copied in like so there only can be one of those. So okay, so, so it's like it's the same exact idea as Bitcoin like you said earlier, but mm-hmm. instead of just an imaginary coin, now it's like, all right, well, the $50 bill looks like this, so this NFT just looks like this, and it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, yeah, so like, it, it doesn't, I mean, it, everybody's just agreeing that you own something at that point. I mean, it. I guess it can be attached. It's like the most expensive NFT I've heard of so far is the first tweet on Twitter. 
from Jack Dorsey or whatever. He's selling it for a one. It was selling for like one point three million or something like that. But you own that, but it's still online. So the person who buys that tweet says, "Hey, look at this. I own this." But it's still online. It's like it's not like you're owning a physical item. I just, I just don't understand it. Maybe there's something I'm not getting there. Maybe I'm the boomer now. Well, I I think that part of it is just we're creating ways for people to make money without necessarily having a physical object. It's, I think that uh, COVID just drove people insane. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. I mean, it's because I'm still. I'm pretty sure Bitcoin's here to stay. I don't mm-hmm. think Bitcoin's going away. I don't think like Ethereum or a couple other the small ones are going anywhere. But I still, I don't know. I, I still think that it's not. It's too early to be like, oh yeah. Because I mean, how many companies really? I know there's companies that accept Bitcoin or think they accept Bitcoin, but. I don't know. I just, if I was, okay, if I was to go buy a Tesla with a Bitcoin, who's really getting the good, the, the deal? I guess it's risk on both ends. If I go well, give him a $60,000 token and get a $60,000 Tesla, either the Bitcoin goes up and I'm the one who gets, who lost on the, lost on the deal or it goes down and they lost on the deal. Just weird. That would be the, the weirdest way. I don't know how that would impact uh, either at that, this point because Tesla owns like part of Bitcoin, like has a, a vested interest in Bitcoin to the point where their stock gets in, impacted by Bitcoin. Yeah. So I, I think they're here to stay, but I wish they'd crash so I could buy a new GPU for gaming. Yeah. I mean, and what sucks too is, you know, I've looked in, I don't ever personally want to do Bitcoin mining or anything like that because like you said it's shitty for the environment and i don't know it's just it's just weird but yeah it's become so mainstream now like i've seen tiktoks of people showing their setups and their rigs and you know and all that's doing is that's continuing this cycle of like all right well now joe just got interested in doing this because it's super easy to set up. So now there's another person who wants to go get eight graphics cards and, you know, set up this rig or whatever. And and to be honest, it's super profitable right now. If you have yeah. enough of it and you can find the product, but it shits on people like us who want to just have a fucking computer. Well, right now the uh, GPU shortage isn't by the, um, like by Bitcoin miners completely. But if, G- if, if Bitcoin... Or any of the uh, cryptos crashed. The thing I'd be looking out for is the, them liquidating their GPUs, trying to get out before they lose money. And I'm, and then that that means a, a a brand new 30 series card for me. And I'd be very, very, very happy for that. I'd be, mm. 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 I just ordered a 144 hertz monitor because I'm I'm waiting for a new GPU. I want to get a new GPU one day. And it's gonna not gonna happen soon, but that monitor was on sale, and that's it was a spicy looking monitor. Ooh, that is gonna be nice. Oh, what's up, Go Eagles and Iron Chef? Hope you guys are doing well. Um, yeah, I just, I guess we'll see about the NFT stuff. But like, at what point do people start saying, hey, maybe we need to stop letting people make up their own things? Because they've kind of done that with crypto, right? Like, 
there's now limitations, so there can't be more like Dogecoin situations. But when are they going to put that cap on who can sell and create an NFT? Because like in reality, there'll be a point in time where everyone will just do it for content, right? Yeah, there's not really a cap on on cryptos either. It's just people aren't bothering with it because it's not going to take off at all if they make one. Because like, like that... all the like meme coins, Dogecoin is the only meme coin that let let that uh, survived the altcoin. Yeah. There was like 10 other uh, altcoins other than Ethereum when Bitcoin started taking off and Ethereum was the one that stayed. Also, Iron Chef, I understand uh, why you wouldn't buy a GPU from uh, that was mining crypto because like they usually run around 70% performance when you first get them. But I've seen where people have been taking them apart, cleaning them and replacing the thermal paste and getting back up to like around 90%. And 99% and that's that's good enough for me yeah I think it would have to depend on the deal but mm. I uh so do you know exactly like and I, I don't like what does it mean to actually mine it you're running programs that require processing power and the more processing power that you have the faster it can run the program right uh well, the more graphics processing power you have. Used to, you could mine Bitcoin with a CPU when it first came out. Um, I like uh, I used my dad's Windows 98 computer back in like 2005 or whatever. And, and I, I read about it and I was like, this is pretty cool. It could not run, it could not mine Bitcoin. Well, it could have actually. The thing is, at the time, uh, Bitcoin was almost valueless. And uh, it said it was going to take... Uh, two weeks to mine point one Bitcoin. I said that's not worth it. I really <laughs> hindsight's twenty twenty, right? <laughs> I really, you know, it's dang. Well, uh, I, but I saw this thing that was a StarCraft tournament. Did you see that picture? No. So it's from like an early, early StarCraft tournament, and it was like first place gets like two hundred bucks, second place fifty, third place like twenty five, and then fourth through tenth place got like 15 Bitcoin. And at the <laughs> time, they were like a dollar each. Like they were just pretty much like, here's this Bitcoin thing. Oh yeah, or it's like the pizza delivery guy who got like a bunch of Bitcoin when it wasn't worth anything at all. Right, so yeah. Iron Chef says what he knows, the GPU is doing math. I guess yep. where I'm confused at is like, what is it, why is it doing the math? Is it like encrypting the blockchain to make it more powerful? Or... I'm not entirely sure myself. I've heard that it's um, processes that uh, can be done using math, that they sell that to companies. But I'm not entirely sure on that. Hmm. So it's, it's definitely fascinating. And I, you know, I, like everyone, we're all kicking ourselves in the ass for not jumping on the bandwagon when we all heard about it. I just still do it. <laughs> they, the rumor is that Bitcoin will hit a hundred grand by the end of this year. And I sit there looking at it and I'm like, okay, well it's floating around 59,000. Is it worth the risk? Even though all the analysts say like, Hey, this is probably going to get a hundred K, but like, and how are we supposed to predict things that are so fresh and so new? It's yeah. It's so weird because it was like, um, well, like a year and a half ago, it was $10,000, yeah. something like that. And, uh, then it crashed down to like three and then it went, started skyrocketing again. And that was, you know, everybody was like, oh no, crypto, get out of it. And then it went back up again. 
Look, I'm just holding on to my Dogecoin waiting for that to hit the moon. Me too. Hold on. Elon said he's going to literally put it on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with the Iron Chef. Um, I predict that a ton of wealth will eventually be lost. I, I, yeah. Unless we get to a point where, like, what I could see happening, and this is what I was talking to someone else about, is what if, like, Bitcoin just said, like, they're like, okay, Bitcoin's going to be the only crypto now that is looked at as real money okay and then they eat up the other smaller coins or however that looks like and then they just give them each a value like hey this equals a hundred dollars this equals a thousand dollars this equals ten thousand dollars and whatever that looks like if they give them different names or like this is minor bitcoin this is small bitcoin but they all have a specific value that's the only time i could see it being like a new long-lasting currency right now i think that it's just it's too too risky um so i'm not sure on this but somebody told me that there's a set amount of bitcoin that can ever be mined yeah and uh that there's a large portion of the total bitcoin that can ever exist already exists in a bitcoin wallet from one of the original creators yeah um could you just imagine if he just decided to spend all that Bitcoin at once and just crash the market? <laughs> just, I mean, I don't understand how it's like inflating the way it is in price. Yeah. I just don't, because. I, I don't get look, it. People smarter than us will understand. <laughs> you get it. Iron Chef says people look at me like I'm insane when I'm, when I talk about being able to envision a future without the internet or computers. I, <sighs> I think there's going to be a I, – I don't know as far as a future without computers. I think there's going to be a point in time where people don't want computers to be involved in everything. I don't know. I don't think that – I don't no, know I if wanna, the world will I want to go further in. I want to deep dive. I want to – look, I want to – I have a VR headset. I want – it's not enough. I need to go further in the computer. I need to be the I need computer. To in it. I need – yes. I need to be the computer – you remember that game? Um, uh, what was it? So not, not Subnautica, the uh, the underwater horror game. Where like, I can't remember the name of it. Where you're where you're like a robot. Copy of yourself. Bioshock, two. No, I think <laughs> I actually have it on my computer. It's not. It, no, it's it's very. It, it's a a. a Anyways, in the game, you got like a brain scan, and uh, this is this is technically a spoiler, but the game's like six years old at this point. Uh, you get a brain scan, and you wake up in an underwater base all of a sudden after your brain scan. It turns out the brain scan you like accidentally backed up to a computer, and then it imported it into a robot in the future. So are you still you? Oh, we yeah. Where does the game start out where you have to like go to? A doctor's office i think so yeah 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 i've played that one that one was cool yeah uh, but you know there's this entire debate in the game where it's like import yourself into the other thing and kill your real self well no that's not what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be high-fiving my robot self and then i'm gonna die on my deathbed holding my own hand <laughs> and it's i'll live on as you and then you know i'll be god and then robot me will be you know convinces reign of terror because it gives up no, I to to kind of go on to what Iron Chef was saying in chat. Um, 
I, I think that you're right. I think the infrastructure is weaker than we want to say it is. And I definitely, whether it's our lifetime or not, I there's going to be a point where we, I don't know, something's going to happen and there's not going to be a backup plan, whether that's, you know, the solar flare idea where solar flares become so powerful that it knocks out, you know, our electricity and pretty much sends us back to the dark age. I mean, I don't know what that looks like, but it's pretty scary. And I, I don't know what that looks at. I'll be dead. <laughs> Insulin. <laughs> Insulin. I, I think that it's scary to think about that just, but it needs to be talked about because at some point we're, I think it's just inevitable. And I don't think there's anything in place because who are you going to, like, who do we trust at that point? Do we keep trusting our government? Like, listening to him like hey stay in your homes don't do anything or do we trust our human instinct and our animalistic instinct and start protecting what is ours i don't know Look, it's it, i think about it on daily there's two things i think about apocalyptic scenarios where i don't survive because of lack of insulin in our hot dog sandwiches and those are the two things i think about every day yeah mm -hmm. hot dog sandwiches are pretty cool I never thought no, about hot dog sandwiches are different than our hot dog sandwiches. Hot dog sandwich is kind of a weird thing to make. I made it before. It's, you take a hot dog and you slice it vertically and you fold it so it's sandwich meat. Yeah, they do that at uh, Five Guys. Do you have Five Guys up there? Yeah. We do have Five Guys, but it's very expensive and I've only ever gone there and eaten their free peanuts and a side order of fries. Yeah, Five Guys is expensive. And I'm a boring ass eater, so I go and then they're like, yeah, it's nine dollars for a burger, but you can put whatever you want on it. And I'm like, can I just get like ketchup and bacon? And then they're like, do you want peanut butter? <laughs> what? Here's the thing. That's terrible if I went there because every time I go into a place and they're like, we have these extras. And I say, what do you have? And they start listing it off to me and I just say, yes. Yes. All of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Salty. <Little sheets>. <laughs> Press all the buttons and then you, you get a sub that has everything on it. I'm about to just do a vlog where I just come out and just to eat sheets. <laughs> I haven't had sheets in a year. Salt, so, are you okay? I don't know. Do you need an emotional support help? Like I can come out there and like, we can like, go to sheets. I need a vaccine. So I just go to sheets. Right. <laughs> uh, cereal it, soup. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast soup. Yes. Yes. Um, for some reason, I guess Zoom has gotten greedy. So in a minute, in four minutes, we have to restart the Zoom meeting. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> that hurts my soul. Unless I upgrade to Pro. I'll upgrade look, to Pro. Oh, geez. I'll look at what that looks like on the back end of stuff here. But... Uh, that's super uh, brief intermission is what we're going to have. We need you need copyright free like intermission music. Oh, my God. It's not cheap either. It is not $13 a month for pro Oof. just to have unlimited time. There's no way people are going to do that, right? I don't get it. I've been in so many Zoom meetings. I've never had. Is it because time? I joined the call twice? No, I don't think so. Well, I'll just call you when in the three minutes, but all right, that's really silly. So, natural transition, hard transition. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about VR. 
Yeah. Because you have now become part robot. Um, Virtual reality. <laughs> has Now, I want to get into some interesting questions because you mostly play VR chat, but yeah. you dabble in Beat Saber. Do you play any other games? Uh, no, mainly because VR games are pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get uh, Gorilla Tag, though, because that's a free game. I'm not, um, I'm not familiar with that one. Give me a second. I, I don't know what Gorilla Tag is, but VR VR games are super expensive, which is a bummer. I don't know if that's going to be a continued trend. Probably. I think all games are going up in price. Yeah, uh, VR games just don't go on sale very much is the thing. Like, they do occasionally. Uh, Pavlov is a game that looks very fun and interesting that I want to get into in terms of VR. Uh, Half-Life Alex is definitely up there, but um, I'm not really too much into the VR for the uh, like the single-player experiences. Like, Beat Saber is fun because that's a game that there is no other way you can get a similar experience right. than anything else. Like, um, you every other like VR game there's a, an equivalent or of some way like Pavlov is paintball in real life mm. VR chat is like actually going out and talking to people like it's just like uh, they've enhanced that in game Beat Saber I like is a single player game because there is no actual way for you to have like two swords and just slice at stuff that's being thrown at you for like three minutes straight because there's not there, there's no event where that's going to happen Right. I mean, unless we make it happen. Well, I mean, yeah, well, look. You're going to find, like, five people to stand there and throw... Look, just lots of fruit. Three-dimensional fruit ninja? Three-dimensional fruit ninja. Um, What you said about, like, VR chat is, like, socializing, but online, I really think that it's kind of cool that there is a... I don't know. I I don't know what it is because like I get on – I do really well in social gatherings in real life. But I feel like when I go into VR chat, I'm super awkward because I never know what to say. But I know that's vice versa for a lot of people. Um, I'm usually not very awkward until I got VR. And then I was like, oh, man, now I'm actually like in – like I'm either very awkward or I'm walking up to people. And I'm just like grabbing them like this, like by their head. And just leaning in and they go (sighs) – just walking away i'm either doing that or i'm just sitting there in the corner like i i don't know what to do with my hands because you got that's something in vr is you got hands down it's like well do i like i can't really there's no elbow tracking so if i do like this the hand arm sometimes like this i'm like i can't really i just sometimes i'll just stand there in vr and i'll just put my hands in the air and people (laughs) walk up to me they'll put their hands in the air too and go what are you doing and i said i don't know what to do with these all right, it's going to close out. Um, I'll send you another invite leak. Sorry, guys. I don't know why it's uh, deciding to do this. I'll be right back, Salty. The government's a lot. <laughs> um, super annoying. I know that for some reason along, I've been using... I've been using Zoom for quite some time now, and... I don't know why they have decided to give such a long 
or such a short amount of time for the meetings because that's going to impact a lot of people all i do is market that's like my job now and zoom is a huge asset all right we're getting them back in sorry for the inconvenience everyone hello 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 welcome back hello is it still using the right microphone yeah it is hello yep. Yep, you sound great. Hello. Thanks, Bieber. If I have to do it again, I will log in on your end. Um, now, a long time ago, we talked about Tetris, and this will tie into VR, and how, like, you you get that Tetris, what is effect. it? Effect. Yeah, we're like... Tetris you, effect, yeah. Where yeah. You close your eyes, you see Tetris, yes. So with VR chat, now that you've put in quite a bit of hours, do you have any like, I don't even know, like dissociation from like when you're in VR and real life? Like, do you forget sometimes you're in VR? Cause it's so. At the very, the, like the very first day, maybe, or the first week or so I did a little bit. Um, because when you first start VR, your head hurts a little bit when you're getting into it because it puts a lot of pressure on your forehead um and also like it's different having the screen that close to your eyes it's not really like eye strain as much as it is just like different because it's a different field of view it's not the videos you see of vr are not like really wide your field of view is more like here right but you don't really notice that because you don't actually like in your day-to-day -day, you don't really use your peripheral vision that much um but uh like at first the, the most like the only time that i had like a, a moment of dissociation was uh i fell asleep uh, uh, in VR on accident. I sat down for a second, but I was very tired, and I had been in VR for like six hours straight. Not a great idea. <laughs> uh, not even my longest time, though. So, definitely. Look, 16 hours was a bad day. Oh, salty! <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyways, uh, I woke up, my VR headset, I didn't plug it up before I fell asleep, so it was off. I took my headset off to go to the bathroom and then go to get something to drink. And I was like, oh, I better be careful. I'm going to hit the wall soon since I'm not walking with my joystick. Because mm. you have the play space that you draw. And you can walk around actually, or you can, because you have six degrees of freedom. Or you mm. move with your joystick in-game. And I had a moment where my brain was like, like had a thought where it's like, I'm going to walk into a wall soon. Because I thought I was still in VR kind of when i first woke up interesting that's like the only moment that was like the only time that happened um the only other times that like weird vr things is like motion that doesn't match up with how you're actually sitting not quite motion sickness but like motion confusion basically i've almost fallen over before in vr chat sitting in a swing set at mcdonald's in a vir virtual mcdonald's in a virtual swing set because it's so like even movements that if you're standing up while you're in it, it, it just gets like uh, very dizzying. You can be standing perfectly straight, but then all of a sudden, like your balance will get thrown off and like knock you backwards. So, do you play most of your like when you're in VR chat? Do you do most of it standing up, or is it a good mix of like sitting down and standing? Uh, it depends on the time of day, really. But a lot of times it's sitting down because I'll, I'll play Beat Saber before I get on VR chat and then I'm, you know, work up a, a good sweat and then I go, all right, time to go in VR chat and yell at people about the government. So do you, I guess where, where I was going with that is do you think that you've had like 
improved physical fitness from having VR? Not from VR chat, from Beat, from Beat Saber, yeah. Huh, interesting. Because mm-hmm. I've been watching through a weird range. I've, I've watched some people doing Beat Saber streams. And I've played Beat Saber once or twice, but never enough to really like get a feel of it. But there's some songs I'm watching you like where you really do work up like a sweat and get that heart rate up. And it's yeah. it's kind of cool to have like an outlet that's exercise, but also a game. Fun cardio. Yeah, fun cardio. Fardio. Fardio. <laughs> Fartio, if you eat beans before it. Yeah. I get the beans. And he's got beans. Beans. So, I don't know. I, I'm super curious just about VR in general. I mean, we used to talk about VR before you got a headset and kind yeah. of like what our thoughts are on it. Do you think that we're like finally turning the curve where vr is going to start being like a hey everyone needs to get it if they want to start like hardcore gaming or do you think we're still super far away from that being a reality we are not to being for hardcore gaming but it's definitely to the point where it's consumer available where as when we first started talking about it there was a price point of oh you're gonna have to buy a beefy gaming rig and you're going to have to buy a headset that costs as much as your gaming rig. Right. Whereas now you can get an Oculus Quest 2 for $300 and you're good to go. And if you want to go further than that, you can get a gaming rig that's mid-tier and it'll still run VR. Right. So your initial investment, I mean, used to be, God, if you wanted to get the Steam's VR, you know. $1,000 dues. Yep, you're $1,000 in and then it used to be couple grand well maybe like 1500 to 1700 to have a pc that was able to actually use it versus mm-hmm. now like you could probably get into vr less than a thousand well depending on probably not right now because of gpus but yeah every other part yeah um like my my pc right now is less than a thousand um if you have like the msrp of the graphics card again it's only a 1050 ti which is like the bottom of the barrel for graphics cards that can run games. Right. Uh, because anything below that, they say can't do anything. And it runs VR chat fine. I mean, uh, the main thing with VR is it's very CPU intensive. Right. But that's that's a different conversation to like why VR is cool. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I upgraded my CPU, though. That's, that's one thing, though. I did upgrade my CPU because I was like, more VR. Beat Saber better. I, I'm kind of actually, I, I'm really fascinated with VR just because I want to know what game is going to like put it in homes. You know, like anytime there's a new console, maybe aside from this last launch, because everyone really is a gamer now. But back in the day, it used to be one of those situations where it's like, all right, well, these launch titles are okay. Maybe I'll wait until there's something that's like super big for me. Like, okay, for example, when the PS4 came out, I held off on that until Bloodborne came out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now I can justify buying it. I want to know when that's going to happen with VR because I still think like for a lot of people, they look at VR as like a novelty or a party thing, right? Like invite the friends and family over. Let's play some Beat Saber. Let's play some, you know, other like the shooting games and whatnot. But it's still not like, hey, I'm coming home from work. I'm going to get a couple rounds in on Call of Duty like a lot of people game. See, 
that's what VR chat is for people right now. The yeah. amount of people I know that play VR chat that have bought VR headsets because they played on desktop mode for so long that they just wanted that experience of being in the same room as somebody like in virtual space is insane. It's like uh, also the amount of people I know that bought full body VR, which is like there's not even really a point in 99% of the games out there to have full body. Right. There's like a couple fighting games that love to like tracking, but it, you're not you're really gonna kick very much when you're like playing something like that because it throws off your balance. Most yeah. people buy full body for VR chat, which is you know also kind of insane in a way. Well, I guess what I'm saying is not that not established games because I know the VR chat community is still it's ginormous, it's ever growing, and I think VR chat is actually gonna get. I feel like it peaked. What was it like four years ago, three years ago? And then it kind of simmered, and now it's on that plateau up or that that summit again. And I don't think that it's going to go down. I think it's only going to go up. What I mean, though, is when's that game going to come around where everyone who... Because like, I think VR chat is for a specific group of gamers who want to go and socialize. I wanna, I, I'm curious what game it's going to be where people are like, I want that to come home and play to replace my Call of Duties or my Fortnites or my apexes um, or you know i don't know what i haven't looked into what's coming up in the vr world but you know is call of duty like in two or three years going to be able to be vr compatible and that's going to put think, uh, vrs in homes we're getting close to that with like uh bone works have you seen that a mm -hmm, little bit yeah stuff uh it's coming close uh bone works pavlov uh since pavlov is just as gmod in vr mm -hmm. and, you know you getting close but i think it'll be like a few years off because i've seen some of those uh setups where it's like it almost looks like a small like a weird like platform treadmill where when you walk oh, yeah. on and it, it and it's like it, it's like when you hold a toddler by their backpacks they can't run away <laughs> when it, it but it's but it's for an adult so they can't and you're wearing like socks on it so when you run you stay in place it's yeah yeah like when is that gonna be like a household potential like i want to be able to feel like i want to put my headset on or whatever it looks like at that point grab a fake gun get hunched up in my diaper suit and start playing some call of duty or something like that i think that that's when we get to a point where i don't know i i want vr i want to play that biohazard game in vr i think that'd be terrifying <laughs> that would be You know, I started Alien Isolation, and then I got scared. Or not scared, but like not. I don't. I don't get really scared of games. I get uh, the anticipation of something happening gets to me, so then I just like end up stopping. Yeah. I think I can play it in VR. I think that. I don't think that I can handle it in VR. I just think that my PC can handle it now. <laughs> and that's. Alien Isolation, Alien Isolation, and Outlast, are. Two games specifically where it gives you that, like, I don't, like, jump scares rarely get me, like some of them do, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And, and, like, gore doesn't do anything for me, but the the act of being chased and not mm. being able to see what's behind me gives me, I think, the same thing you're talking about. Yeah, um, though there is one thing, though, is I can't play Outlast because that doesn't make me, like, doesn't give me like any kind of anticipation or things chased and not seeing anything behind me. 
that just gives me the same rage I get when I play Survivor on Dead by Daylight. I just get really mad, and then like, I just get mad at the game. I just regret. It's like clowns. They don't scare me. They just make me angry. Yeah. I don't like. Look, I don't like clowns except for Ronald. He's a good clown because he gives me hamburgers. <laughs> Did you know you can buy cake at McDonald's? I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, look. I had McDonald's for breakfast a couple mornings ago because I got it. I woke up uh, April 1st, checked my email, got an email from DoorDash, $20 off an order of $15 or more. I was like, oh, that's that's what you call a coupon right there. Yeah, it's killer. Yeah, that's, that's what you. So I was like, oh, you mean they tell me I can get. You tell me I can get like $17 worth of food, it'll cover uh, the delivery fee, and I can just have to tip the driver? Absolutely. Absolutely. Except uh, um, I was I was playing the game, and my order was a little late, and I was uh, I was playing Dead by Daylight, and I was yelling at somebody, and I was just like, I yelled at the top of my lungs, what are you doing, stupid? And then, uh, and then I uh, get a notification that my order was delivered, and the person was on my back porch, which is right behind the wall right there that I was yelling towards. <laughs> that poor guy's all like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, I'm a little late. I didn't mean it. It's not even their fault. It's the McDonald's up here. They just don't do stuff. Yeah, DoorDash is a... And all those different types of things are interesting. I it, it, it really is getting to the point where you really don't have to get out of your house. COVID made everybody else have to live the way I wanted to live for a long time. <laughs> where it's like, uh, you know how you used to get expensive orders and they'd have to sign? Yeah. You have to go out there and sign. Now you just have to, like, at the very most, you have to walk up to a window and show them your ID. Yeah. And, like, uh, that used to be the way I wanted to do it. And then I was ordering pizza one time and I told my mom, this is before COVID, I said, I really wish they'd just leave the pizza on my porch, on the porch, and just let me go out and grab it. Yeah. And she said, they'll never do that. Who's laughing now? Yeah. <laughs> Me and my porch pizza. <laughs> the classic. I uh yeah. well and then like things like I think DoorDash has it where they'll go grocery shop for you now. And then oh, just, they will? I think so. Dash Mart and a couple other places. And well, then I only I only use those when they send me those coupons like I was telling you about, because if you don't use the service for long enough, they're like, Oh, why don't you come use this? You get this coupon. You get a free meal. It's highway robbery. Well, and then, like, if you go to Target or, you know, Smith's or Walmart or whatever the other Sorry, big ones. You are. mean Target? Yeah, Target. Um, they have, they have spots now where you park, and you just text Target, Target, and they'll just bring out and you pop your trunk and they just put all your shit in your trunk for you. And you don't have to talk to anyone if you don't want to. Oh, yeah. Um, remember, it was a joke like five years ago about when are they going to make it a job for professional shoppers? Yeah. And now Walmart has hires professional shoppers. They yeah, they give you a little barcode scanner cart and you go around, you buy, items, you, you know, scan all the items for somebody who's coming to pick it up. What's crazy is uh, prior to this becoming like a regular thing, I actually used to work with a guy who did this like back in like 20... 11 10 he owned a transportation business where he would drive people it was like a taxi business but in like a big van he would drive people to our airport and back and do like taxi like services 
before door or before like Uber and whatnot. But then his other service was he had a bunch of clients who lived in like senior homes or, you know, maybe they were disabled or they just didn't want to go out or whatever reason it is. And he would, they would send him like a shopping list by text or email. He would go and do it. They would give him card information or money or whatever it is to pay for it. And then he would charge them a fee and they would usually tip. And I told him back in the day, I'm like, dude, this is a brilliant idea. Like, this is the future. And he's like, oh, yeah, but I just, he's like, I think only like locals or elderly are going to use it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Then like Uber happens, Uber Eats and, you know, all these different things. Because I, I don't know, we've gotten more, I really think that it's gotten more socially acceptable to not want to go out and not want to go and socialize because people suck i don't I'm know not the weird one anymore <laughs> you know we're all the weird one yeah you know my bbert who's in the chats my fiance and we always joke around she she hates people <laughs> and like she doesn't like going out and or like she doesn't like going and like interacting with people and mm. i get it it's it's not fun it's not always the most fun thing to do and yeah i think i I think that a lot of these things are coming out of that because there's so many people who are now locally um, or not locally who are more vocal about not wanting to socialize for reason A, B, or C. <laughs> What's up, <Yeah>. call son? <laughs> I came to the realization that I don't hate everybody. I just don't like most people. That doesn't mean I dislike them. I just don't like them. It's like you go to the store and you go to the checkout lane and the person tries to the cashier tries to strike up a conversation. It's like now you just you wasted efficiency here. Maybe but, maybe you should move to New York. And I say that not jokingly. I know that you're not uh <laughs> I know the jokes you want to make. Um a lot of people say that that's like uh it's impolite to ask people how they're doing because you're wasting that person's time. That's like a big New York thing. Like, unless you got something important to tell me. Hey, I'm walking in. Yeah, I'm fucking hey, walking in. Hey, hey. Fucking walking. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I'm different than you and like Bebert. Like I'd like going out and shooting the shit with people, but that's just cause I don't know. I, I grew up, I, I, ha- I always had a weird perspective. I grew up an only child with little to no family around. And I was like, okay, either I just do that and not really socialize and just be a loner, which I'm really good at being lonely now, or excuse me, being alone. I'm good at entertaining myself or I get decent at socializing so I can have like friends and people to talk to. So I, Thankfully, that, that's the only pros really I have is I can I can strike up conversation with people and usually chit-chat, but at the same time, I can sit at home and, you know, chill and not be wanting attention or whatever. I like socializing people, but on my own time. Mm. Yeah, it's like, uh, that's, why, that's why I play VR chat. I, yeah, I get that too. I... I guess I kind of see what you're saying with like the it's not fun to go like if you got to go to Walmart and you're going to shop and go home 
and then people are like, "Hey, how are you doing? Hey, Frank, I just I haven't well, seen you in a while." Yeah, I uh, look I look the exact same. I like almost look exactly the same as I looked like in uh, middle school and high school. Like my face does. So the people recognize me instantaneously, and they go, "Do you remember who I am?" And the answer is no. <laughs> no. The answer is always no. It doesn't matter that we spent every day of high school or middle school talking to each other. The answer is still no. <laughs> Do you, now, because you live in a pretty, pretty small city, right? Well, my town is, but the, the surrounding areas aren't exactly this. They're kind of small. Kind of small. It's like medium. Do you have that, that like everyone knows each other like vibe or is it bigger than that a little bit but it's also like at this level where it's not exactly because it's like it's split off in different pieces um and, I, and that's it, it's kind of like a, a source of like like you, you don't know who knows you mm. which is weird because my town has a uh, like a population of 2500 right but this but the town next to it also has a population of 2500 but they're they're like they're so close to each other they might as well be the same right and there's like several different towns around that and there's a major highway running through so you just don't know but there's also like like i've had people before say oh hey i know you um but they didn't like they knew me through my dad or something like that and then i was like oh okay yeah but you just don't know it's like then you, you like you're not gonna experience the thing where you can go out and do something stupid and there's like a 50 50 chance whether everybody's gonna know about it or nobody's gonna know about it right okay do you, okay, well, let me ask you this. How many, do you remember how many people were in your, like, class growing up? No. Uh, I remember, though, that um, middle school was very crowded, and I didn't finish high school, but when I was in there, uh, we, they were so crowded that during lunch periods, you had to sit in the hallway. Oh. you get a table fast enough? Damn. Which... Well, it wasn't like an incredibly crowded hallway. I mean, there's plenty of room in there, but it was. Eh. Right. Um, Bebert says a Starbucks worker was trying to have a conversation with me once. And I kept looking at Wes, asking him to help me. That was hilarious. We went to Starbucks and there was this lady who, you know, was a friendly one. And Bebert was driving and I was in the passenger seat and she just wanted to talk to Bebert and like but like okay if this is if I'm Bebert and the lady's over here talking and I'm over here she would like be talking to her but Bebert would be looking at me like expecting me to like communicate as a group and I would just look out the window and just let her do her thing because <laughs> it was so funny uh what's up Savage how you doing my guy uh call site says happy early easter everyone hoping to get your hands on the cauliflower peeps going around yeah mm, cauliflower peep i mean it could be any worse than actual peep yeah it's yeah i, I don't like peeps very much you know what's They're weird just like go ahead bad marshmallow it's like it's like if you took everything that's good about a marshmallow took it away took just the texture and then ruined that too by adding like like sandpaper to the outside I used to really like peeps and I used to really like some of those like stereotypical like Halloween candies, like the little pumpkins and like candy corn and stuff like that. I tried a lot of it in the last like like 2019, but 
before COVID. They're all so nasty. Uh, I, I like candy corn if I have peanuts. That's good. Oh, I've never tried that. Oh, you just take it. You, you, you get the salty sweetness. Of it. It's really good. It's delicious. It's like a, it's like a less healthy trail mix. Yeah, that makes sense. Except no trail mix is healthy. I always love that people say, uh, "Don't worry about a healthy snack," and they bring out a trail mix. Just you know, back in, and it's just filled with like peanut M and M's and pretzels. <laughs> But it's got raisins, Salty. It's got raisins. <laughs> and then everyone's over there like, I'll pick out my fucking raisins. Have you, I don't, I don't know if you've done this or done this, but have you ever like been like, oh, I need a nutritious snack that's going to uh, fill me up. I'm going to eat a box of raisins. That doesn't. That just gives you like the lethargy of like eating like a ton of sugar. It's like, it, it's like I'm going to eat a bag of sugar because I'm, you get a sugar rush for like two minutes and then you get the raisiny taste in your mouth and it's no good. Yeah. Unless it's an oatmeal. Oatmeal, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Or just I, oatmeal in general. Yeah, I don't. It's not that I dislike raisins, but I definitely never go out of my way to. I feel like the last time that I had like a box of raisins, or even like a box of raisins presented to me, it was when my grandma was alive. Because she was that grandma that would like sit there and like, she, you don't think she's moved all day. And you go up and say hi, and then she's got butterscotch candy, those little watermelon candies, and box of raisins, just like... Soy milk. Yeah, just like... Yeah, soy milk. Just like wizard sleeve, just... Yeah, she had like... I did that with the soy milk one time out of her purse. Like, <laughs> did, were you the one she who... Did with all, didn't she did you, it with almond milk one time, and that's how I found out I was allergic to almonds, because I drink some. Didn't you tell me a story of your, your grandma, like, at a... Um, like a buffet... Does that ring a bell? Um, maybe. What was the story? Like she brought her own food or something like that? No, no, no. Uh, my well, my grandma, she would like if the like the little like packets of stuff. Oh yeah. She just, just take like the entire container and stick it in her purse. Then not even like the little like plastic container with like the little like uh, creamers and stuff. Yeah. She take even the plastic container too that held them. And stick it in her purse. Like after they were used, or just? Oh no, 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 no like no, the like no. the like the holder of all like of the, them. Like the holder, the holder, and all the things in it, and she just take all of them. If it yeah. was if it was like the little the little tiny one, if it was the big one, she just dump it. But if the tiny one, she stick it in her purse. As yeah. you do, as you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bebert says social interaction is hard for me, and Wes just thinks it's funny. It's not that I think it's funny. It's just I gotta let you. I I want you to love social it, interaction. And then it, just, like it makes it worse. You're saying you don't think it's funny, but you're laughing while you're saying that. It's not funny. This is a very serious situation. It's not funny. Um, call sign says. Moment about the situation is funny. <laughs> not a single moment or the situation is funny. Um, every time someone talks to you, tell them, "Oh my God, do you know who this is?" The host. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I have a friend uh, that I do that too, who made a very popular role in VR chat, and I walk up to him, and every time I walk up to him in the game, let's go! Oh my god, are you the creator of this map? Oh I my can't, god! <laughs> I can't believe it. That's what uh, for you guys who know who Forrest is, that's what he would do. But he would just say that about himself. <laughs> He'd be like, "Oh, you don't oh, know me? I, I, I host a podcast, a famous podcast." His best story is when he was in, like, so 
for those of you who don't know much about Utah, we host the Sundance Film Festival, which is pretty known worldwide. There's been big movies that come out of it, and it happens every year. He was up there one year, and he was, like, talking to a bartender, and uh, he thought, like, his friends were around him, and he was talking about how he's a famous podcaster and shit, like, jokingly. And then he looked around, and no one was with him, so he was just by himself talking to this bartender saying how he's like a famous fucking podcaster and he just he i remember him telling us that story and he's like dude i felt like such a dickhead i'm like well two things other happened after that the bartender either looked it up later and went oh well, he's not a famous podcaster or he went on to tell his friends how he met this famous podcaster <laughs> they're like wow i can't believe it um Let's see, Carl Sanchez, have you seen the Snyder Cut Justice League movie? I went, so I want the Batman Nightmare movie. I enjoyed the movie. I, I haven't personally spent the time to watch the new Justice League one. I actually didn't even see the original Justice League one um, prior to the Snyder Cut because everyone says it was such trash. The, the instructions were unclear, so I actually bought Snyder's uh, pretzels. Oh, that works. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I would say it was better than the original Justice League movie, uh, but I only saw I, I, the, the original Justice League movie, not the Snyder Cut, so I don't know who that is. Um, I, uh, I started that movie, and I remember uh, Batman sending an email or something like that. Then I fell asleep, and I woke up again, and they were in a hangar. And then I fell asleep, and then there was a post-apocalyptic situation, and I fell asleep, and then... And then uh, Aquaman was flying for some reason. Yeah. And then I fell asleep again. And then I woke up because the end, like the end credits when like the music swells. And then I went back and I, I went and I'm back to my room and I was like, I'm not really that tired anymore. That movie wasn't really good. <laughs> it, uh, I wasn't tired when the movie started. It was just, it was just boring. The original one or the Snyder cut? The original one. I haven't seen the Snyder cut yet. I've heard it's great. But I'm going to have to watch it in multiple sittings. Yeah. I, it'd be tough to do four hour movie. I have a hard time even streaming four hours now. Not because I'm bored, but like I just it makes me tired. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, I only I can only do like two most of the time. Um, I, I do did one night binge an entire anime. And I don't want to do that again. I mean, it's I've I've done that for a while before, but an entire season of a show called Made in the Abyss, hmm. which is. Actually, I recommend it. Uh, it's good. Ma um, made in abyss. Made in abyss. Okay. Uh, but binge the entire show over the course of a night, and that was also like by like the last episode. I'm like, I can't, I can't stay awake anymore. I'm gonna fall asleep. So, you know, binging is fun sometimes but four hours of binging is not great and uh four hours of a, of a continuous movie bit yeah. much yeah I, I don't know if it's just like an age thing like as you get older it just becomes like i don't know to me like now like binging or like streaming super long or like gaming super long it's not even super fun anymore I don't know why. Like, I guess for me, if it's not, if it's a social game, 
like VR chat or like an MMO where like you're talking with people. Mm. I'm I could probably play for a long time, but you know, doing these gaming streams that I've been doing and whatnot, I find myself maybe it's like just because you're do you're streaming, you're talking to chat, you're trying to be entertaining or whatever, and that's like a its own workout in a way. Maybe that's why I can't do it, but I don't know. When I get to the four hours of streaming a game, I'm like, oh, this feels like four hours. I'm ready to call it. I feel like in regards to streaming, being on camera is also very draining. Yeah. Because I feel like if I turn off my camera, I can stream for longer than if I have my camera on. Yeah, I I didn't really think about that. Because it took me a long time to get comfortable being on camera. Just because, like, I don't know. Self-esteem? I don't know. Or it's because well no because you know you go in public and you think people are looking at you yeah on stream there is there is no doubt that those people are looking at you why are you why are you looking at hey 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 you <laughs> why are you why are you looking at me for <laughs> why are you, you want to go you want to go it's that's like you know that's exactly what it yeah i'm big bro yeah <laughs> You want to go? I'll, I'll meet you in a bongo fight. I'll, I'll get you in a bongo fight. You want to go? <laughs> the bongos. You want to go? I don't have the other set of bongos in here, so I got the cheap bongos. Oh, what's up, Mystic? Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Like, I think that when you jump into using a cam, um, it changes the whole dynamic of your stream. And that could be for good and for bad it really just depends on which route you want to go like I, I don't know i it's oh those are supposed to be off um shit. well looks like you gotta chug some water chug 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 Good work. I feel hydrated. No, I think that when you add a a cam to your stream, it really can be positive if you're positive about it, right? Like if you're if you're like if your community that you've grown is just like, oh yeah, that's that's her, that's him, that's that, that's that's the person we've been watching that's cool and it doesn't distract it but then you see stuff on the other end where it's like it can take away from the stream big time mm -hmm. and, and that could be either like and sometimes their cameras on some streamers who their camera is advertising their services on other platforms yeah and i definitely think that you know whatever people's hustle is is their thing but you know i how many times i've been roasted for the way i look you know it's happened a lot but then you go into like other streamers and lots of compliments lots of i don't know i guess you can't use the s word anymore but mm -hmm. call sign says the streams that are authentic natural and real that's viewers that's what viewers crave they don't want the polished corporate image to see the humanity in the person. Most of the streams I watch because I enjoy the streamer, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with oh. you. 
I don't have any water on me, Beeper. I don't. Look, I was gonna get water and stuff when I was in the kitchen making uh, gelatin earlier. Uh, I was also making gelatin because you almost didn't catch me for uh, helping you with this. Because I had tried several times to start streaming to Division 2. And oh. the game kept crashing. And I was angry and I went, I want gelatin. So <laughs> I went to the kitchen to make gelatin. It was anger gelatin that I was making. Yeah. Full it's... of vitriol <laughs> and salt and just, vinegar. Just very angry gelatin. Yeah. I'm gonna eat it and go. And it's gonna like I'm gonna get it to the edge of it and just like turn it like a container like and go. And you suck it all in at once. That'd be impressive. Can you send me a all video of that? Of, I, mean, I can try it. Mm. All two cups of gelatin. Look, I went on a gelatin in uh in pudding craze the other day where I made like I made gelatin and ate it all and I was like, well, I need more gelatin, so I made more gelatin. And I was like, oh, I have instant pudding. And then I made like three cups of instant pudding. I was like, I'll eat a little bit of this. And I ate all of it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I'm out of pudding. I need to make more pudding. <laughs> and then I ate it all again. And then I was like, here. I made, and I was like, hey, Dad, I made you some pudding. I made like a thing of pudding. And was, I gave him a quarter of it. And I went, oh, there's pudding left. I guess I should eat like a little bowl. <laughs> so I got a little container. And I was like, and I ate the little container. I need a refill. And I went and grabbed the entire bowl of pudding and ate it again. You have to. I ate this was one day. I ate so much pudding. I ate a half a gallon's worth of milk of pudding. It's a lot of pudding. That is a lot of pudding. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that much. That's a lot of pudding. Yeah. Oh, now, to go off of what Call Sign is saying, is I, I couldn't agree more. I think that. How do I go about this lightly? And we can talk about this too if you want, Salty. You know, there's a lot of streamers now who are on the top of the leaderboards, for example. Mm. And it Yeah, yeah, high score. Yeah, they got the high score. And I, I don't want to say anyone specific, and I'm not pointing fingers and I'm not trying to swing up or anything like that. But it's definitely gone from and I know money changes people. That's a reality mm. that just exists. But it's definitely gone from like feeling authentic and feeling like you're part of the community to just being yeah. there to pay bills and make them more There's definitely money. a difference between production quality um and then like overproduced. Yeah. Like uh like the sushi dragon or I don't know if his name is the sushi dragon, sushi dragon on Twitch. He's a good example. His uh, stream is very much produced like high production quality all around um but it's not overproduced like corporate garbage it's yeah. just like it's a high production quality from a standpoint of his creative out uh, outlook whereas um i'm kind of like sick of seeing on twitch all these overlays they're all exactly the same yeah and, you know like the the nerd or die ones or the ones on uh like stream elements, stream labs, all those overlays that are they, they clutter all the screen and it's just like it looks like an advertisement for a corporation almost at, at this point instead of uh, originally it was like a unique thing to do like a, a couple of years ago. It, it's but now it's well, and I mean that that's the thing, right? Is like all these stream labs and because I I use one that is bare bones because I don't like mm. having like I'm not trying to advertise myself like a lot of these people are doing i'm not trying to make goals of like 
hey, if I get 50 subs, like you'll help me pay my bills. Like, I think stuff like that, even though, unless you've really grown the community to where you yeah, want. Well, 50 subs or I'm not going to be up for the next three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I barely have any ramen. Um, I, I think that stuff like that is just, I think people are starting to see through it. And I really feel like there's going to be a point in time where the people who are streaming for money are just not going to have viewers anymore. Because if you're right, there's just no passion and there's no desire. Like, I don't know. It, I know there's lots of money in streaming. Go look at some of your top ones. Go look at how much the what's his butt who's been streaming now for like 18 consecutive days because of his Ludwig or Ludwig. Yeah, brilliant yeah. idea, by the way. Well, that guy, he deserved it, though. Like, like yeah. His, he's not really, like, he's sponsored and stuff like that, but his streams, from what I've seen of him, like, highlights and stuff like that, it's, like, it's not, um, I don't want to name names. I was going to name a name of a streamer that I think is, like, a very corporate one, but I don't think I'm supposed to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you know, and it, I get it, like, people want to do something that maybe has, like, a financial... A financial future right like mm -hmm. i'm now sponsored for those of you who watched the beginning and i'm super proud of it i'm super excited would i stop podcasting if i lost all my sponsors tonight no no i i <laughs> i was doing podcasting for three years before i got my first sponsor and i think that you can really tell in people's streams why they're doing it and what they're going for if everything on the stream is like Hey, here's my fall or here's my sub goal. Here's my dono goal. Oh, here's the top dono. He gets this spot. Oh, here's the such and such. Like, oh, if you if you sub to me right now, you get a chance at this or that. And like, I think that streamers should make the money that they deserve. But I think there's going to be a point in time where people are like, well. Does he entertain me enough to earn my dollar? Yeah, most of the time it's not. No. It's really not. But I, the thing with streaming now, and especially getting into streaming, is there's already established people, and their audience is already established, and they might not even enjoy the content anymore. I had that realization with someone that I've been watching for years, where I was like, it hit me one day where I'm like, do I even fucking like this guy's content anymore? No, I didn't. But it was so habitual. It was like, oh, his stream's up. I guess I'm going to tune in and watch and hang out. And I'll comment in the community and say what's up. But then, like, it dawned on me. I'm like, he's changed a lot. I don't even really like his content anymore, so I don't watch. I think that's what's going to – and that's the problem with getting into streaming now is you're, the large amount of people are already habitually stuck watching established streamers. Right. Um and they only get larger because they, they talk to other people about the the moments that they liked being there. Like, they're trying to justify their time. Yeah. Um. The, there's, like, a weird thing where when you're streaming, you can start streaming with an outlook of you for uh, potentially, like, wanting to make money off it someday. But the big thing is, like, there are people now that don't even have the other part of it, which is... The reason you want to stream has to be something else like you want to have the like either make somebody laugh or add commentary to something you have to have that not be your main goal is money mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people now that their main goal is money which is a bummer and i really i still stand by this statement i think that if you're 
get into streaming for money, you're not going to succeed. There are people who do. I see it. It's because either they have the backing to advertise or they're just super hard workers and they can make it happen. That's possible. But if you don't, if you aren't a hard worker and you don't have a backing, a financial backing to advertise, good luck. You're going to be, you know, a year in and being like, man, I only have, you know, a five average, which is where about where I'm at. And I'm three years in. <laughs> I just like, I don't get like the people that are going in for money too. None of them want to be unique either. It's like, wow. they're all cookie cutter. It's, it, yeah. it's streaming suburbia. Yeah. That's the thing too, is I, that's why I don't watch a lot of big streamers too. I, or even medium sized streamers for that part is like, everyone tries to cop their other people's stream or their swag for lack of better words or their personality or you know and try and do it a little bit different or try and be better and it's like no you're just a carbon copy of insert this streamer's name Mm. that's why and that's why i don't watch other podcasts anymore and that's why i don't watch other streamers is because i don't want to accidentally i that used to happen to forrest and i early on because i was i used to watch a lot of joe rogan or tom segura's podcast and then naturally, because they're so good at what they do, I would either subconsciously like say things they're saying, or I would talk about the things that they're talking about. And I don't want that to be the case. I want to talk about things that come up my own stuff because I want my content to be original. And I agree with Mystic as well on that. I like watching small streamers because they interact a lot more and make genuine connections with their viewers and how I feel more a part of something. Exactly. I think that you... And I, I, I've heard, and I completely understand, when you get to a certain viewership, you can't. Like, you can't have those interactions like we're having now. Like, we can't read it. You can't read every comment because if there's a thousand comments a minute, your whole stream would just be reading comments. The uh, biggest I've seen somebody, like, do it is uh, roughly, like, 600 viewers. They somehow were managing to interact with chat. Yeah, and that's about that's like the largest I've seen like as terms of streamers interacting with chat, uh, and like keeping a conversation going. But that would only happen if you know somebody brought up a subject that chat could agree on talking and then bring up talking points. It was it's interesting to see, but it's you know it changes from community to community and what they can handle for that kind of thing. Right, I mean it would be hard to do that for a podcast because mm-hmm. like I, there there's points and times where I just don't depending on the guest and depending on the talk, I won't even engage in chat on podcast nights because, you know, I stream it live to build, like to have people who enjoy watching it can watch live and maybe get some questions in. But most of the time I do it because I put it on all the other platforms. And uh, I don't know. I think that there's just a tipping point in streaming where interacting with your community has to happen on the back end, like in Discord and you know comment sections but when you're live and that's the thing is like i see some people who will do sub only chat and interact with that and part of me is like i kind of get that because you're like okay these are the ones who really want to talk to me but then i also feel like is it a greedy thing to do that i I think it depends on the size of the channel if your channel averages 30 viewers and you're in sub only chat that's kind of a greedy thing yeah no, I, I think that if you're like 200, you know, 
200 and up viewers and you're in sub only chat uh all the time that makes that makes sense because you're like these are the the big supporters yeah um everybody else is there watching for the content mm -hmm. i mean yeah because i agree with that like i i don't know if i'll ever regardless of my views i don't know if i'd ever go to a sub only chat but right. i've definitely thought about what i would have to do if i had four or five hundred average every time i stream like how do i well, maintain that interaction because that's what i love i love the interaction with people that's why i stream it was because i was tired of being a loner sitting in my room gaming by myself or talking i think to myself. That, uh, it could help with twitch with interact like i think they they started to at one point uh add like extra rooms you could make hmm. for it but that also be kind of complicated because you want to keep up with the viewers are talking about with each other at the same time yeah but yeah uh that's like why the follower only chat makes sense in a lot of channels too where you have to follow for a certain amount of time and yeah it, i think that's also an established thing we ran into that the other night uh, yeah. and that was kind of a it didn't seem like he did it on purpose but i could see how that would be uh not beneficial if you're a smaller streamer by the way you can't hear that in the background can you no i don't hear anything my dad's watching a very loud netflix movie in the next room tombstone uh, I, I wish Should he's be watched it again since since before though i mean <laughs> did i oh yeah you got rid of your snapchat didn't you uh i i signed out of it I probably could sign back in oh i sent you a snap it's okay i sent you a snapchat a while ago i was in uh oh you the tombstone collectible oh thing? you saw that yeah yeah yeah, I showed yeah. It to him. yeah that i wish that that was priced okay because i definitely would have got it it was not it was like 10 grand oh yeah i was like that's not worth that at all <laughs> yeah it's that's no not at all no if that was like two or three hundred bucks i probably would have bought it yeah like 300 400 dollars is probably like the top of the line for something like that yeah i don't Tombstone think Stone is a collectible movie but it's not like that collectible no i, I... yeah i don't know it was cool for sure but i I saw that price and I'm like, eh, probably not. <laughs> no, no I, I came with a lifestyle, like a lifetime supply of Tombstone pizza too, and yeah, man, for sure. Need to finish a lifetime supply, but like, <laughs> yeah. no, I, Twitch is an interesting thing. I really, hmm. I see a lot of these top streamers talking about moving. You know, yeah, going they're... over to YouTube. Well, it makes sense, though, because there's an interesting thing about Twitch that the other platforms don't have. On YouTube, it's very easy to talk about YouTube. You can talk about YouTube however you want to talk about YouTube on YouTube. Same with DLive or uh, what's the other the other platform? Facebook Gaming. Um, you can talk about the way the platform works on that platform. On Twitch, you have to dodge around the subject. Mm-hmm. To talk about it like even right now there's things that like you can talk about the way twitch is ran that you can't say because it breaks their terms of service right and that's it, it doesn't it, you're more of a filter in twitch than there used to be well and i think too that twitch needs to just come out and admit that they're not a game focused creation anymore their top 
channel for most of the day unless something unless a esports is going on is just chatting right and I, a lot of the gaming community is like well what happened to twitch what happened to game streaming what happened to this or that or like why are we allowing this or that to happen and twitch is like why does it matter but you're ostracizing the original community i think also it's all it's not even just as much that it's that um like just chatting a lot of the just chatting streams contain like the the gaming community as a whole like in those because uh, most of the topics in there from what i've seen at least are like gaming related but when it, it's anytime anything happens on twitch that's mildly controversial Twitch's reaction usually ends up being okay. Time to throw out some bans and then uh, tighten down the t terms of service. Unless you, Whereas, unless you throw cats and feed them alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I'm not afraid to talk about that one. If they want to ban me for that, that's cool. Yeah, and then you know. But no, vagina farts are really out of the question. You know? Yeah, that's definitely not allowed. Yeah, I, I don't think that she should have got a ban for that. But I didn't yeah. watch the whole stream, so I don't really know what was going on there. I didn't either, but I did watch the clip. Yeah. I yeah. made I made the best tweet, and it didn't get any recognition. Oh, you did? I did a Twitter for the first time in, in like weeks, and I logged in. <laughs> Cosplaying as a microphone. <laughs> TwitchCon, here we come, baby. <laughs> No, I, I think I really think that Twitch is going to. I don't know. I, I think that I don't think Twitch is ever going to not be a thing. And right. I think that changing your platform is a very difficult thing to do because I used to multi stream. Right. I streamed on DLive. I streamed on Facebook. I streamed on YouTube. I streamed on Twitch. And uh, it's like starting over if you're not super established, right? If you're like Asmongold, who is someone that I still watch and still enjoy his content, and he went to YouTube, he might lose some viewers, but he's still going to be just fine. But if I yeah. were to be like, all right, I'm done with Twitch right now, it would be like starting over for me. Well, yeah, because um, at like the smaller level, uh, people go to Twitch and they go, oh, who's online right now? But with the, the once you get to a certain point, like Asmogold's at, people go, Asmogold's online, time to go to Twitch. Yeah. Where yeah, it's, it's the different reasons mm -hmm. who's online versus this is why I'm going there. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So call says queef or queef originated from an Irish word meaning puff of air. That is hilarious. I think the ban uh, was warranted in that case, honestly. I it doesn't it, XQC doesn't he have a microphone like by his chair to fart into? Yeah, that that's the whole thing. Is like, if yeah. if I I haven't seen the stream, if it was like a build up and it was like a a sexual thing, sure, I guess she deserved the ban. But if it was like her version of a fart, Mike, I mean that's 
I don't Everybody's see. Everybody's calling it a fart, but you can't force a fart. It was more like a burp in a way. Think about yeah. it. Because she forced a, you know. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't yeah. think that she deserved the ban. I think that maybe a warning if they're like, hey, we're not cool with that. And she's like, okay, well, I guess I won't do it again. But then again, like I said, I didn't watch the full stream. I don't know if it was like this weird build-up thing to like, oh, you guys want to see me do this? Like, if it was just like joking around, it was the same thing as like XQC's fart mic or other people's fart mics. It was just a queef, then I don't see why that's bountiful. I got a new webcam I should use as a fart mic because it has a good microphone on it. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a great webcam, but it's not a bad webcam either. It was $12 at Walmart. I saw it and I went... Well, if that's if a bad if it's a bad camera, it'll be funny. If it's a bad microphone, it'll be funny. Yeah. It turns out, it was a decent camera and a decent microphone. I was like, well, why is this twelve dollars? This is why is this so cheap? Yeah, DJ, I saw her say that, but I'm saying like the whole stream, like, like, I don't think that that's sexual to say. I I don't know. Difference of opinions, and she did get banned, and there's nothing we can do about it. Um. I do think what's fascinating about culture is a poll right now. Um, did you see... We live in a society. <laughs> yeah. Did you see... Yeah, society. Um, Lil Nas X's stuff going on. With the, the shoes that have actual human blood in them? And the Nike? In... We'll just go with the music video. All right. So, a lot of people are pretty outraged, which I think is hilarious. Okay, wait, can... Can we can we take a clip from the end of that music video where he's like grinding on the devil and just like put this could have been you and send it to forest? <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> um I I also saw someone say that if to even out the controversy, he now has to grind on Jesus to make it fair. <laughs> and I was like, we should. I listen, you guys can agree with me or disagree with me, and I usually don't like to talk about super controversial topics but if you're upset about that music video and <laughs> i think you got some more deep-rooted pro deep-rooted reasons why you're upset at that music video because like that was not that racy compared to what has been out in the past even i only saw i only saw clips of like what people were mad about because i didn't even like watch it because i was just listening to the news on like the filter frank or something like that they're showing the clips while I was playing, I think, the Division 2. I looked over. Nothing was that bad. It wasn't any worse than, like, um, uh, WAP. Yeah, that's what I was... It was actually much more tame than WAP. Uh, call sign said many individuals were saying the weekend Super Bowl halftime was satanic. Ah, see, and I, I don't know. It, it's just... We live in a strange time, and I, I just, I, it's hard for me to keep up with it sometimes because I'm like, I'm just like, what? Yeah, like WAP, for example. If we, if, if we're cool with that because we're cool with Cardi B, then why are we not cool with Lil Nas X? Can I, can I go on a little bit of a rant, like real quick? That's only mildly related to this. Yeah, please. The people that are the people that are complaining about this are the same people that are complaining about people being snowflakes on the internet. They're just, it's the same. They're they're all they're all the same. They're all just offended by everything. Every everybody, even the people that are complaining about offended. Like I get offended by stuff. I don't care that I get offended. 
you can be offended by stuff, but just stop complaining about it to everybody. It's yeah. It, you know, it's you know, if you're offended by it, have a discussion. Just don't go on the internet. But well, that's really bad. It's not. It just deal with. It's fine. I think it's, that's that's the big problem with social media, and why I think social media is going to have to be <laughs> looked at differently going into the future. Is you know, I feel like everyone's entitled to an opinion, but we're getting to a point where everyone is causing issue with everything. There's no. Everything is here. a controversy. You know the movie The Purge, right? We, we established that, but it's year long. And if you have more than uh, three political tweets or social media postings within a certain amount of time frame, you're open to The Purge. Right. So, like, somebody can just walk up to you and, and they can just they can just take a, like a, a mess on your chest. There you go. Yeah. No, no killing. No, no killing like the purge. I'm just talking purely with poop-based crime. Mystic said it perfectly. People should be mad about other things going on in the world, not about a music video. Yeah. There is so much yeah. going on. Even in American society. Did we forget 2020? There was a lot of shit that went on that year. But now we're upset that, you know a music artist decided to twerk on the devil who gives a fuck holy shit are you like i saw someone complaining that like it wasn't even good cgi they were like this was my my son loved little or old town roads and little nos x was his favorite and now he has to watch this stuff little nos x talked about lean and drinking in that song i'm sorry am, it was popular uh... I'm convinced though that most people make those kind of comments don't have a uh, don't have children, like 99% of them. I don't know. I or or a lot of times they're saying that and they don't even like they heard their their child like reference it once and then they're like, oh that must be their favorite since they're talking about the old town roads. Yeah, they don't understand memes. Yeah. I I don't know. Listen, I don't have my own child who is at a age where they would understand shit, you know. I don't, but I still believe that like, okay, if I was a father and my son was like, oh, I just watched the little, the new Lil Nas X music video. I'd be like, okay, what'd you think of it? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, do you have any questions? Like, was there anything that made you like, well, how do you feel about it? And he's like, that's an okay song. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I, like, why aren't you just having conversations with your kids? Like if, you, if you're worried about what he just saw, why don't you talk about it? What are they worried that little Nas X is the the chemicals in the water and that their children are the frogs? Yeah, I think so. People are still worried about that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, a little Nas X video of him twerking on a devil isn't going to turn your kids gay. People need to fucking chill out. It's it's disappointing. It really is. Yet we have people still dying for whatever. I I just it's one of those topics that's been bothering me. I just. People get how you put blood in those shoes, though. Yeah, that's pretty what? wild. What? I, I don't want to. I wouldn't want to buy. I got people say that's the coolest thing they've ever seen. Then no, I don't know about that though. Like, <laughs> I need to have like a. I need to see like a sheet. Like this person's disease free. Yeah, whose blood like, was it? Whose blood is this? This is an orphan's blood because what I'm buying it. But if this is like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is this Sasuke's blood from Naruto? 
He's, a, he's an orphan. <laughs> is one shoe like one orphan, the other shoe a different orphan? Because then, like, are they related? Yeah, I feel or, like or, I feel like those is, are all important. Is one like the the blood of a child that had a uh, absentee parent, and then the absentee parent is the other one because you track down to the absentee parent to get their blood for the other shoe? Whoa, bright light. I wanted to put my ring light on because it's starting to get dark in here, but it was a uh, full blown. It was it was on the power of the sun times two mode. Yeah, that works. I don't know anymore, man. To be honest with you, I just think I, I think that there's just with social media being so readily available and everyone feeling like they have a voice and you know everyone's creating some sort of content so they think their opinions are valid i think that we're just it's not going to get any better i don't know i think it's gonna get better and i have a perfect example of why i think it's gonna get better okay arguments on the internet used to consist of uh, uh like two sentences then a three paragraph response and then spelling mistake here i win yeah that doesn't happen anymore no we made progress I don't know. You I, know. I just, yeah, it's just weird. It's 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 the cancel culture that's weird, and like, I get that. I had this conversation with someone the other day. Like, I, I believe in like the three strike rule for like cancellation. If there's multiple things that are piling up about someone being a piece of shit, maybe they shouldn't have a platform. Right. I agree with that. But if it's All like. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they should be deplatformed as much as they should just, you know, uh, we should ostracize them. Yeah, or just know. don't watch their content. Make them. Yeah. But it, I don't. Uh, I don't. Definitely cancel, not deplatformed. These cancel culture people, they have a hero complex. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they, they, but they end up doing like, um, like, imagine if you saw somebody doing the Heimlich and you thought they were being mugged, so you stopped the person from doing the Heimlich on somebody. Yeah. That's the equivalent of what they're doing. They're like, uh-oh, that person's doing something wrong, when they're not. And they're just, they're they're helping somebody else out doing something. Right. And then they go try to cancel them, and they're just hurting everybody all around. Uh, they think they're helping, being the betterment. Everybody, um, one thing I've seen a lot in, like, content creation recently is, like, these scam hunters and, like, the uh these hunting channels that are like the catch a predator type channels which are really like they're fun videos to watch and it's cool what they do uh but it's definitely the people in them uh definitely have like a hero complex about them too where it's like everybody nowadays feels like they need to do that yeah and it seems like uh maybe leave it to more professional type stuff it's just well yeah, it's tough. I, I also think, like, this is tough. This is a tough thing, a tough one to say, but I think at one at what point do does someone do something for the betterment of society, like catching predators, versus mm-hmm. them wanting to capitalize on doing that and being famous for it? Like Chris Hansen, he used to be... Yeah. For the betterment, and he's definitely on the capitalization side now. 
Yeah. I don't know if you've heard like the Anisian stuff that happened where like he had evidence that since he touched it and messed with it uh, for his documentary, it can't be used in court now. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I can't, I don't remember the entire situation on it, but I just remember that he was being blamed for the fact that Anisian's going to get away with some of the stuff that he did. Hmm. I just, it, it just blows me away, right? Like, mm. and we see it all the time. And like, I have such a, I'm always flip-floppy with this. You know, we see someone like Mr. Beast who does a lot of good stuff, right? right. And he makes these videos and it inspires a lot of people. And I think it's great. But then on the flip side, I see people who are like, either on TikTok or they're a small like YouTuber or whatever. And like, they go and do like one good deed and then they think they should be rewarded for it. And I held make... the door open for an old lady. Yeah. Everybody follow me and give me money because I'm such a good person. Yeah. And they make all this content that's like, oh, I'm going to go give this guy, this homeless person $20 and record their reaction. Like, yeah, well, there's a difference between that and what Mr. Beast does, which the major difference is uh, they're using that person for content. Mr. Beast, when he does something like that, and he's using them for content, but he's giving them, like, an appropriate amount of compensation and plus some for that. Like, Yeah, life-altering situations. Yeah, life-altering situations, whereas this person on TikTok is like, they have, like, the sad music. They're looking down at their phone every time while they're driving, and it has, like, the, and they're, like, faking, like, like, they're rubbing their eyes, like there's like, there's tears coming out of their eyes, but there's not any... And there's always like the little like subtitle like every day I see this person walking down the road with no jacket on. So today, and then it's like the shaky cam with them like like holding the camera by their side as they walk in like a Dollar General or something. It's always the same video with the same music going doing the same exact thing. But it's it's a nice deed to do. But the niceness of it isn't them being good out of their heart. It's at that point. It's look at this content I can make. Yeah, and that that's really a bummer to me because it's like why are we we shouldn't be and that and that's the other thing we can talk about like karma i have a big problem with what people think karma that's is. the other tweet i saw you oh I yeah saw two tweets you had your one is like somebody asked you to believe in karma and you said no not the especially not the americanized version of it yeah the karma the the origination of karma from my understanding was that you live a whole entire life selflessly and when you pass away you become enlightened. If you don't live it selflessly, you have to redo your life. And that goes into like reincarnation, coming back as a different person, yada, yada, yada. But this Americanized version of karma is like, if I do a good deed, a good deed will be done onto me. That's not living selflessly. That's also, uh, the, the funny thing is, that doesn't come from karma that like uh like that's just they use karma for the terminology that's just like the the uh like the protestant christian values yeah like putting because it's always doing to your neighbor as you uh want done unto you yeah but that's kind of like converted over the way that they teach that like everywhere is always like um that if you do good to your neighbor your neighbor's gonna do good to you but that's not how that's how it's taught but that's not how you should live yeah i don't care what anyone says if you if you donate millions of dollars or you are going and volunteering your time and helping out your community and you think you deserve something from it you're doing it for the wrong reasons mm -hmm. and i just um, 
it blows my mind. And the same thing with like people who are like, oh, this person's a bad person. Karma will get them. That's not how the world works. Nope. So stop justifying. Yeah. Yeah. Stop justifying your shitty decisions that, and then blaming it on a fake thing that doesn't exist. Um, though I am glad though with like the content where people are giving stuff. I do want to say it's better than when they were pranking people for content. Uh, where now all the pranks are all like actors on both sides of the situation. Yeah, I would definitely um, see. I'd rather see a million people recording content in hopes that it'll make them famous for being a good person versus prank channels. Yeah, uh, at least they're being good people, uh, even if it's for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, though, I wish people would just be good people with that because, like, I don't know if somebody walked up to me and gave me twenty dollars with a camera in my face. I don't know how to react to that. Like, if they're expecting a reaction for their video. Yeah. Like, could you could you imagine that? Somebody ran up to you and gave you $20? It's like, I could understand. Because, like, that's what those TikToks are all the time. 20 to maybe $100 at the most. The difference with a big, uh, the Mr. Beast video is, like, you know, a guy walks up to you and says, I'm going to give you $20,000 uh, if you can do this. And it's a big difference. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. And like, like we talked about earlier, everyone's just carbon copy versions of each other. Like mm-hmm. how many people are trying to be Mr. Beast now? Cause they see, you know, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know how Mr. Beast really lives as far as like his luxuries and stuff. I don't think he lives high on the horse and, but we know that there's lots of money involved in it. Right. He's right. able to give away, millions of dollars a year he's able to create his own fast food chain and do all these things so the world knows that he has a lot of money revolving around him and Mm -hmm. now we're seeing all these carbon copy versions of mr beast popping up and but like we said it's better it's better than it's better than having millions of uh i don't know who was a big prank person whoever insert your person ashton kutcher (laughs) you got pranked no, it's... There's a hidden camera in that bush over there. Yeah. We made you thought your house was on fire. Fuck you. <laughs> Other we made celebrity. You, think you lost all three of your son, all three of your children in a yeah. fire. Yeah. Oh, the house did burn down. Children oh. are alive though. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, yeah. Chris Hansen's the biggest prankster. Yeah, biggest prankster. Yeah, take pre- take a seat right over here. <laughs> yeah, he pranked all of us, making us think he was a good guy for so many years, and then he was like time to monetize this yeah it's it really is you know uh either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself to be the villain he really did live long enough to see himself be the villain in the public eye yeah he's not like as bad as he could have gone but it's yeah well like i said money changes everything right like Hmm. when when big dollars start floating around perceptions and perspectives start to change you know when people are like Oh, that has how many commas in that contract? And you want me to do what? All right. And I I do think that there's a large community that just don't ever see the limelight because they refuse to do that. I'll tell a story, okay? I When I started reaching out, like when I wanted to take this podcast to the next level, start getting sponsors, start start being able to make a little money so I can upgrade things, I was reaching out to different organizations and companies and trying to get my name out there and see what's available and i won't say their name but i got 
contacted well someone replied to me and they are a media agency i guess is the best way to put it and they were like hey like we see what you do we see like your views over the board like your outreach and like we see a lot of potential with you and i'm like oh cool 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 well when they started talking about numbers and stuff like that the number was a lot bigger than i was ever expecting and i was like starting to get like kind of butterflies i was like oh my god is this like gonna happen and uh then i read deeper into what they wanted and basically they wanted to make it so i was a host and the only people who could come on were individuals who were pushing specific narratives in the political world and they would basically be formulating my guest list for me and i would just be facilitating the content creation and they would be able to push out con my content to a bigger audience and i sat there and i'm like i would never give up my what what i talk about what's the point of doing a podcast especially since i hate politics and i told him that i was like i don't do politics i don't even i don't even when people talk about left-leaning or right-leaning this is how uneducated i am i don't know which one's which anymore i don't know is that democrat is that republican i don't know i don't follow politics and when i pretty much told this person no that i'm not gonna do that they were very upset and you know, it was like, you'll never see money like that. You'll never see a contract like this again. We're giving you a huge opportunity. I'm like, I'm not going to sell myself out for an extra comma on a paycheck. Because mm-hmm. then what? Then like a year in, I dread doing my podcast every week. And I hate doing it. And then I lose the passion. And I fall off. And But I could easily see how other people would be like, yeah, I'll do that. Because of money. Yeah. And, no, and I, like we're having this discussion. I'm a hypocrite. You know, he's giving you a big number right there. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing all my values in the trash can. I'm getting money. Yeah. I'm gonna come back on stream, and you're gonna, I'm gonna be a guest one day, and I'm gonna be wearing a, a shirt made out of money, and I'm gonna be talking about Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> right. Well, shit. If Raid Shadow Legends is out, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll talk yeah. about them. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, the innovative new game on mobile device with console graphics over 300 playable characters, PVP, and experience to boot. That game, yeah, man, yeah. I love that game. It's gotten faster yeah, yeah. since last time I heard it. Faster. Yeah, you should go to you should go to raid.saltyfrank.com. Do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I I think that money talks, and I think that for certain individuals who want to make have money be their main focus, and why? Oh, jeez why they create content is that's perfectly fine but just remember like what you're giving up hold on yeah, one second. Like, the reason you got into it in the first place like the reason that um like uh kind of going through a, a, a situation with trying to make sure people remember um why in the first place like there's the uh that discord group that i invited you to for uh the thing in vr chat yeah i don't want to like talk like specifics i don't want to give out what that is because i just wanted to build on its own yeah but um like i I keep reminding i have to remind people every now and then just remember that it was just made as like a a world for friend group it wasn't made as like this big group initially it just became that way yeah it's 
Salty, I hate you for making me go to that website. <laughs> um, no, something like that group that you're talking about, like, even, even I, when you first started talking about it, I was like, dude, you guys are going to be, it's going to be a big deal. And I can definitely see how it could be lost very quickly when you have a community that really is like all on board, who is that active and you could, numbers just keep going and going. I can see how they're, and there's, I think one problem that always comes in that is how many hands are in the pot, how many right. hands are making decisions. And that's when things start getting confusing, right? Is, you know, when that money starts arriving, start changing right and it's a bummer it could be awesome too i got bieber with the with the with raid.saltyfrank.com which if anybody hasn't gone to it yet you really should go to it <laughs> classic yeah classic yeah no, I, I don't know. I'm super excited about what ends up happening with that group and that community. You know, I know that you mentioned to me that the main original creator is talking about streaming and, you know, mm -hmm. doing all that. And I think that there is a large um, potential for that. But I'll give you an example. There was a, and I don't, I don't even remember his name anymore. It was something to do with beards. Um, maybe you were with me one night when we watched him. Um, he had a discord that was like pretty poppin' and it was like, kind of like advertise your stream, but hang out and, you know, grow on this community or whatever. And it was getting big. And then he started making it about money and now he doesn't have a community. Right. Um, try and entertain for a second. I'm going to go turn my light on. <laughs> oh, um, Hey, uh, everybody, I'm here to vamp for time. I don't, I wasn't ready for this. I, I'm never, oh, uh, you guys like vacuum cleaners? I have a, I have a vacuum, I have a vacuum cleaner. Do you like, do you like vacuum? Do you like vacuum cleaners? I got a, I got a, got a vacuum. Is it plugged up? No, it's not good. Otherwise, I would turn on a vacuum cleaner to the microphone. Oh, you're back. You like jazz? You like jazz? <laughs> now, I, uh... What, what are some of the things that your community's thinking about doing? I think you guys should have a podcast. Yeah, uh, that's something that we're working on. But it's like, um... It's, it's not that it's anything specifically that they're working on that I have to remind that I try to remind them on that every now and then it's just the, uh, the ambition, like, just remember, it's not like a main thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like this is a, this is a for fun thing. And uh, if, you know, if it gets too much pressure, you know, I just don't, you know, uh, you know, but I'm not doing anything. If it's too much pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one thing that people don't, that aren't really prepared for either is that, you know, when you have to, when, when you're expected to do something that yeah. was a for fun, 
and, and I, I'm also I'm not saying anybody's like pushing anything around. I just say I remind them. Everybody pretty much understands that it's just every now and then some of the stuff they say seems to be a bit ambitious. Um, yeah. Look, a VR podcast. Some of the people that want to be on it would have to attend in VR. Uh, I already have the idea for the world I'm gonna make for the VR podcast. So, uh, I just need to extend my my abilities in Blender a little bit, and I already know what to do in Unity. Is there how hard would it be if I wanted a VR character that's like an animated version of me? Um, well, there's there's the uh, the player dot me, which you can just take a picture of your face and it'll make an avatar as close as it possibly can to what it thinks you look like. So they would, something that just came out recently. So they would um, just give me an action Bronson character. Maybe. Damn. Uh, to to get like a three D model of yourself. Um, like are you talking like like photorealistic? Or are you talking like anime style? Yeah, just like something super basic. That's my um, thing in VR. Is like, I've wanted to dabble more with you and like get in VR and really have those fun nights. But like, a I always feel like skin does matter in that game like i don't want to just copy Skins like equal wins yeah i don't want to just copy all this popular ones it's just not as fun mm. but i don't know how to like get a unique one like there's only one blue right. guy and that's you you know there's only well, there might be more but they're losers well the other blue guys they are my avatar i made myself so they don't yeah. have the features i have right i don't know i i oh. some uh... Something I've been interested in. It wouldn't be too awfully hard, I guess. Uh, you just the main thing you do, like the easiest way to go about it, would be like find a base model somebody else has already like made some parts of and modify it the way you look. Okay. Or there's also like uh, the software people use to make VTubing avatars, also works for VR Chat. Yeah. Okay. That seems somewhat simple because i really i the i really like your tap or the the tabs unit yeah that i use yeah um, that's what i thought it was called i couldn't remember where it was from did i ever tell you why i use a tabs unit uh i was like i was playing vr chat i was like i don't want to like stick out as like one of these like anime e-boys or anything like that and i was like it was before like that was the term but I was, that was just who i was referring to or like the e-girls and everything and i was like i don't want to be like the stupid like ugandan knuckles because that was the big thing at the time and i found an avatar like in the one avatar world that was popular at the time early vr chat and it was just a tabs unit and i was like and this game is not really that popular and like uh like the tabs hadn't taken off yet and it just kind of like blends in with the background sort of nobody really notices the blue guy standing there mm. and then i just used the avatar so much i got known as that in vr chat so then <laughs> i was like I'm buying a VR headset. I need to make this avatar for myself so I can have prop humor now that I can move my hands. Yeah. Because, you know, there's nothing beats prop humor in virtual reality or in reality reality. Yeah. In reality reality, it's it's like, what, I don't... You, have to, you, really, you really... Oh, oh I fell over. You have to weigh your options. I, I overextended where my... That's the only joke I could think of to do right there. I have a weight inside my chair. Non-prop humor is a mission that's impossible oh 
<laughs> um, uh, you really have a control of the situation. It's a really, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a can-do attitude you have looking forward to the prop. <laughs> Shit. Uh, you... Uh, you have way you have way more props yeah, more notes <laughs> you have way more props uh uh oh no prop humor can be as elusive as a squatch oh no not the squatch by the way i bought this really nice controller the other day let me plug this. Let me plug this bad boy up and crash my. And watch it crash my computer. It's not gonna crash my computer. Look at this. Look at, look at this. Look at this. That's a. Ooh. 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 Changes color. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Hmm. How often do you use controllers still, like in games? Uh, if it's a third-person game. Most of the time, except for mm -hmm. the division too, I've been using the keyboard and mouse. But like, I like to like to sit back in my chair, put my feet up, and play GTA Five sometimes. Just have a or, nice uh, relaxing time. Yeah, I, I start. Uh, I think I might play some Red Dead again. We have that on PC. Rootin' tootin' good a, time. That is a rootin' tootin' good time. Did they ever do anything with the multiplayer, or is it still kind of garbage? I've heard they've added like a bunch of hunting features and they added fishing to the game. They've added a bunch of other stuff to it too. I just haven't like haven't looked at it yet. Yeah. I would, that was one thing that really bummed me out because that Red Dead Redemption Two story is fucking, or excuse me, Red Dead Redemption Three. Two. 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 Yeah, two. Yeah, two. One of the best story games out there, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And that, however long that story was, like forty or sixty hours, f flew by because it was so good. But they did not capitalize on how cool that multiplayer could have been. And I get it, because GTA is already so established and popular, but... Dude, the multiplayer was cool when it came out. It just, like, it's just people didn't want to play it for some reason. I, I don't know. The times that we played it, I just felt like there wasn't a lot to do. And it just ended up, ended, up, ended up us being in some town just shooting people. Okay, yeah, I guess, but that's all I wanted from a rootin' tootin' game anyways, was shooting people and then yelling the microphone like I'm some kind of crazy mountain man. See, I was... them up and stabbing him 36 times. See, I was hoping more along the lines of, like, where GTA Five is now, where, like, you could get your own, like, farmstead and get your own, like, oh. cowboy mob and, like, send them on missions and... You know, maybe do farming, oh, yeah. do poker events, do gambling. Like they did add poker events to the game. Yeah, which is cool. So, yeah, which I, is you know, it's funny because they added that in late, but that was a feature in Red Dead One. Yeah, they need to, they need to, they need to do Undead Nightmare for Red Dead Redemption Two. I just think that that would be perfect. I just don't think they're going to. I mean, GTA 6 is on the horizon. You know, we, we're probably going to get that in the next two or three years, if not sooner. If in seven years we'll get GTA 6 <laughs> after it's released on the next generation of consoles again. Yeah. Remember Sadly. when they released it on 360 PS3 and they said, we will not be releasing this on the next generation of consoles? Yeah. That was... Oh, what's up, Jay Pinkman? Thanks for dropping by. Um, and thank you for the bits. 
I, uh, yeah, I own GTA on three consoles. Not as many consoles as I own Skyrim, though. I might have to buy Skyrim again. I mean, you could play Skyrim in VR, right? That's why I might have to buy it again. That'd be kind of fun. You could really mace yeah. to face. That'd be so good. That would be good. Did <clears throat> Have you heard the cool news? Amazon Prime and Fallout? What? They are... The the very loose rumors so far. Hey, thanks for the more bits, my guy. Bits. <laughs> Bit boys. Um, the very loose rumor as of now is some of the people who worked on Westworld, which, side note, one of the best shows that have ever came out. I just, so good. They are teaming up and they're going to do a Fallout show. That sounds interesting. But it's in very early, like, whatever. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate you stopping by and showing some love. Good looking out, my guy. Um, it's very loose, but also what's his butt? God Howard or whatever's involved. Is it Todd Howard? Is that who I'm thinking yeah, of? Yeah, Todd Howard. Yeah. You're thinking of the right person. Yeah. All he wants is us to stay in Skyrim forever. <laughs> I mean... Most of us have stayed in Skyrim forever. I yeah. had just I had just put like recently played like another thirty something hours of Skyrim again. Doing same shit I always do. Say I'm not gonna do archery and stealth and then do archery and stealth. It is the way to go though. Like there's there's nothing better than archery and stealth in Skyrim. It's See, hot. I told myself I was like, I'm gonna do like two handed swords and like magic. And then like 20 hours and i'm like this is a hassle <laughs> this is this is too much work i like going for the uh conjurer with the uh bow where you rush to go to get the conjuring spell right after you get out of the tutorial yeah and you just like and you get the and it shoots like the same powers like a daedric bow so then you just op from the start damn i didn't think about that yeah you know who's a content creator that I have fallen in love with? The Spiffing oh, Brit? No, but oh, I, hold on. I'm looking for new content creators because Stiffing Brit? Yeah. He does a lot of like exploits in games. He even oh. did like, a video. Yeah. I sent you a couple of his videos one time where he did the, uh, the exploits of the YouTube algorithm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so some of his stuff is similar to the stuff that... I was going to say Doug Doug. Have you ran into him? No, I have not. Oh, my God. That guy. I went back... Because, like, I've I've ran into this wall. And I don't know if a lot of people have felt this way. But, like, I just don't enjoy the same content that I used to enjoy from the creators that I've followed for years. I've just got it's gotten stale to me. So I've been like trying to branch out to new stuff and find new content creators. And he's someone that I stumbled on. And uh, dude, it I went back and watched his whole library of stuff on his like main YouTube clip channel. And then now I've started going back and watching his full streams. Dude's just he's an entertainer. He's talented. Um, you know, Skyrim has provided for me some of my best moments in gaming like uh in terms of like like technology base which is going from xbox 360 to xbox one you know skyrim uh, on both those consoles seeing the, the difference in graphics 
was insane to me. And it was, I think it was the, I think it, Skyrim on Xbox One ran 60 FPS. I don't remember if it did or not. I don't remember. I don't think it did. But the graphics change was insane to me. Uh, and then going to PC, um, wasn't really a graphics change uh, at first until I like, had boosted up the graphics on it. Because the default settings didn't run that for me. But then when I bought an SSD for the first time, and then put it on an SSD, and then I would go up to a door, and I clicked on the door, and then I was on the other side of the door, and I'm like, I don't have to take a nap between loading screens? And I was like, oh my god, it's a whole new game! I like, I was like, I was sitting there with my controller, I was like, I'm gonna play with my controller for a little while, just for nostalgia reasons, and then I was like, I'm ready to start rotating that little figurine of Alduin around, and I just like, and it popped up for a second, and it disappeared, I'm in the other, I'm like, huh? And what I is this? Another door, and then I, it didn't even pop up a tooltip in time before it loaded, and I was just Made, huh? makes you feel uncomfortable. You're like, this isn't the game I know. I I, I bought loading screen simulator. What is this? There's no <laughs> loading screens. How am I supposed to drink and drink my drinks and eat my snacks in between events? How <sighs> am I, I? How am I supposed to get eight hours a night of sleep when I can't wait eight hours between loading screens? <laughs> right. No, I agree with you though. I remember. It was a big moment. So there was, when did Skyrim come out? 11? 2011, yep. Um, I had been working for a while at this point at said pizza place I've mentioned before, but try not to mention. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had saved up enough money to buy like a pretty decent TV. It was the first TV I have ever bought. It was like at the time, like one of the top end TVs and I was super pumped about it. And then Skyrim came out that year, and I bought it, and I remember putting it in the 360 in my new TV and just being blown away. Like, even oh, the music. like the music and even the opening, like, where you wake up and, like, you just go into the village and the first dragon, I was like, I'm playing something that is, like, game-changing, no pun intended. Like, this oh. is altering my gaming level another thing it was a change was uh the xbox one had you could plug in your headphones to the controller or has that so there was the first like big stereo oh, yeah. game that i listened to because uh, before it was just all tv audio right and i did have some like good games for audio on pc by the point it got skyrim on pc but it wasn't it wasn't that level of like orchestra or like uh like massiveness that skyrim has yeah Hey, now that I stream at home on my podcast, Meowgi and George could have a conversation. George isn't allowed in my room. He's on timeout from being in my room. Oh, no. He's, for like the past week, every morning I wake up and I look outside my door and there's just a pile of poop there. And then I yell, George, and then he, go, and he scutters away. I just, yeah. yeah, Meowgi, I didn't think that he was going to be a feature in my streaming now, but comes down depending on the guest and depending on the noise and just meows like he's doing oh, now. Oh, good. Oh, he's, he's a guest. Yeah. You should have saw it. There was a guy who came on two weeks ago, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, and my cat Meowgi ran right in and ran, ran up to him. It was in the middle of the screen and just hung up the whole time. And I'm like, nice. perfect. I've needed, I've needed more cat. <laughs> you needed to get like a, uh, a, a cat perch it goes like center frame oh i know like in the background so while you're talking to a guest Miyagi can just jump up there see i have a cat perch that's literally like right there 
Like I could throw stuff at it, but they just don't use it anymore. If they used it, that'd be hilarious. I've thought about actually getting a camera and putting it down where he hangs out in here and having a cat cam. There's like a four foot ladder in the room over next from me where it, the funniest thing every morning I'll go over there and I'll lean on it because my uh, there's only like two chairs and I don't like sitting in a wooden chair in the morning and that's sitting in the desk chair so I'll talk to him before he goes to work and George will come over and he'll climb the ladder like like a person does like one paw at a time like that and I'll climb up to the top so I can pet him and it's the funniest thing watching a cat climb a ladder that way <laughs> Cats are just fascinating creatures. Yeah. Do you still... Last time we talked about pets, you guys were watching a pet. Or watching someone's dog. It's been a while. Oh, you mean... You mean my dog? Now. So, ah! I yeah, see. So <laughs> I see. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes sometimes when you, when you pet yeah. sit. And when then... you're watching a dog and a cat. And now I have... And now we have two cats. Yep. And a dog. Yeah. So. What's the what are their names? Uh, Mittens. Yeah. And Sheba. I knew I forgot Mittens' names. I didn't know the dog's name. Sheba. Yeah, Sheba. What is she, boy girl? Uh, she was a girl. Oh. Uh, a Boykin Spaniel. Oh. Not a Sheba dog. It's just it's the name is Sheba. That would differently. That'd been yeah. cool if you had a little Shiba dog. Those are funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, Dogecoin. I'd, I'd have so many more Dogecoins if I had, if I had an actual Doge. <laughs> you, you would have to really buy into it. Yeah. That that dog won't see me for, like, when I go close my door at night to go to bed. And I'll wake up in the mornings. And then, like, she'll see me. But she wakes up, like, I've never seen a dog sleep in so late. Like, she'll go to bed at, like, 8 o'clock and then wake up at, like, 10. Like, Jeez. Doctors had doctors had to sleep. Yeah, dogs really and about it. It she'll see me. It she'll just like cartoon like run her legs on the ground like she hasn't seen me in years and like sprint over to me and jump on me. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I love animals. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bieber. My household acquired another dog this week because she's a shit and cannot. Yeah. So her one of her family members has a dog. I love it. Her name's Sam, and she's just a cute little, a cute little, like, I don't know, kind of looks like a beagle. And uh, <laughs> she was at an apartment and got backed into a corner, and no one backs Sam in a corner, and she just had to bite a motherfucker, you know? <laughs> he just kind of had to bite someone. I, I don't know the whole story. It didn't hurt the person. It was just like... They... No, dog's completely in the right. You know, if somebody bites, backs me into a corner, I'm going to bite him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And she's like a small pup. It wasn't like it's a beagle-sized dog. I think she weighs oh. like just over because she's kind of chunky a little bit. She weighs just over the weight to be like considered a small dog or something. I don't know. It was dumb, but you know how it goes. You have to follow the. Everyone has yeah. to follow the rules, even though I don't know. I don't know the whole situation, but it sounds kind of silly. I want to get a dog one day that I could call my own. Bebert has her dog, and I try to make him my own, but he has separation anxiety from her, and it's just, I can't. He just, 
doesn't care about me if you're gonna get yourself <laughs> a pup and you're gonna raise it like to follow you around yeah keep like a uh keep a piece of beef jerky in your pocket all the time so it follows you and like pull off little nibbles of it and give it to him i've always wanted a corgi i feel like corgis are just the shit you the queen yeah <laughs> at my corgi farm <laughs> have like 18 corgis <laughs> remember each of their names people come to do the podcast and there's just an army of corgis in here don't yeah, but they like they're like trained like soldiers so they do like a perfect march <laughs> and they circle them they're like <laughs> sniff them he's fine he's yeah. fine he's good one of them's like i want to get that prostate checked <laughs> the other one's like hmm i don't know about this guy <laughs> I was going to say something really bad, and I said not to. I was going to go down a bad rabbit hole. Oh. <laughs> that was, was going to be real. That was going to be cancel culture. All right. <laughs> what are your opinions at all of this smell? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I don't know. So you're, you're starting to stream a little bit more. Yeah. Do you... Do you think you're gonna kind of like make it more of a habit, or do you, are you just doing it kind of having fun? I'm, I'm trying to do like I'm having fun with it, so I'm also gonna try to make it more of a habit. You know, if if it if it worked, I would have been streaming right now. I'd be streaming Division Two. Right. Division Two decided, hey, I'm gonna crash on you 14 times in a row. That's pretty fun. Do you know what it is? I think, I, I think it's some of the settings that changed on my computer to get to to maximize those frame rates. Mm. Now is the division two that is similar to like Tarkov, right? Where like mm. you... I think there's a game mode like that, but I haven't been playing that. I've just been playing the PVE. Oh, okay. Because I remember the only experience that I have from any division game is it was like you go into a world and you get supplies and then you try and escape with the supplies. I think it's called Dark Sector, and I just got to the point in the game where I can. Uh, get there if I wanted to, but also, I I could technically skip forward and get some high power gear because mm. I bought the DLC which comes with a level thirty boost and like lets you skip most of the stuff. But I wanted to play through the campaign and everything in it. Did you buy that Hunt Showdown game when Force and I were playing it? No, I did not. They've done a lot of updates to that game, and I'm trying to find people who play it. It's supposed to be it's on really sale right now. I don't know what the updates are, so I don't want to tell you to get it or not. Right. I I had a lot of fun with it, but the problem was is it was just like there wasn't enough to justify like playing it over and over again. Do you know what game I want to get back into that had much updates recently? Hmm. No Man's Sky. That, more updates? Yeah, more. Yeah. Oh shit. You can have pets in it. Like you can tame the creatures you find on planets, and they'll follow you. Like to other planets. That's pretty cool. Oh wait, we can space Pokemon. Cause you you got pretty heavy into that for like a good yeah I, good chunk of time. Yeah, I did, and I kind I don't know if I want to like continue my character or restart at this point. Oh that. Cause I have Jimmy, and I don't want to give up Jimmy. That'd be hard. Yeah, Jimmy was <laughs> the best fucking flying creature thing. Oh, I got. I've been inside of Jimmy in VR. Wait, hang on a second. 
Clip it! Clip it! <laughs> Jimmy, no! <laughs> he trusted you. <laughs> Jimmy is my ship in, in No Man's Sky. <laughs> that uh, that's a living ship. Um, and it's it's like a gross like bug like like uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's great the only thing that i and could it, compare it to is like in starcraft 2 if you play the zerg it kind of looks like an overlord yeah kind of um, of my 100 hours in uh no man's sky like 25 of them was getting jimmy <laughs> <laughs> jimmy was worth it oh Deej, what game i was talking about hunt showdown it's like uh it's in the battle royale genre yeah so Last time I played, how it worked is you would zone in with other teams of two or single players, and there was either one or two big monsters in the map that were AI, and you would have to find clues to find where they were at, kill it, and then escape. But you're also doing this with other people doing that same objectives, and it kind of turns into like, okay, well, we've actually collected a lot of supplies. Do we just leave? Do we try and kill some people and get more experience or do we try and kill the monster and get all the experience and then leave? Cause that's the biggest benefit. The kicker is, is if you die, your character is gone forever. So you have to make a new character. So it's very like stressful, like high intensity, like, Oh, we have to be super quiet. Cause it's very environmentally like, or, or sorry, I worded that wrong. Your environment is very aware where you're at. So if like you're by some birds, they fly away. If you move bushes, they make noise. Like the NPCs aren't as dumb as other NPCs. Like they'll look at you and start saying shit. It's, it was a good game, but it just was one of those games where 25, 30 hours in, I was like, well, now what? I've won a couple matches. I've killed people. I've killed the two monsters that were at, that were out. Do I keep playing? I want to get Tarkov with you, and I want to get that um, It Takes Two game. I think we'd have a lot of fun playing those. No, you don't supposed to clip it for real. That was just a joke. I'll delete that later. I'll, I have admin privileges. Don't worry about it. Oh, you do have admin privileges. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I don't delete content. Who's, oh, oh, I thought. I was going to say, who's faster? I got the clip. I'm saving it now. <laughs> Downloading. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think that depending on what games you get into, we should definitely do some more game streams soon. I want to get back into Grounded, but I read the updates and there really hasn't been anything super, super big. And I... I don't know what it is about Valheim. I really like Valheim. Yeah. But I think that game would only be fun with people. I don't know if I, I think because I had a lot of fun playing with you, and then going and dying in the swamp. Oh boy, that swamp was dangerous. Uh, so um, I was doing my thing where I go to a different world to gather resources. Mm-hmm. And I got a world that had a lot of swamp, like a, a lot of uh, like the crypts on the swamp, which are you can get into after you defeat the next boss, which I don't know if you've done yet or not. Mm -hmm. The elder. We'll have to play again, and I'll, I'll help you fight the elder. 
I tried. It was bad. Yeah, it's he's a he's a tough boss a little bit. I restarted because of him, and now I regret really? restarting. Yeah. Oh well. Because he killed me. Oh. I th ran into him. He killed me, and now I can't get to my body. Cause he's still there. Yeah. Well, let me come into your game and I'll I'll start I'll blast him with arrows. Okay. We'll have to do I'll that. give you a I'll give you a, a a fine wood bow that's maxed out because I have a better one now. And just start dumping on him. We'll play Skyrim. Dumping. You know, <laughs> we Dovahkiin. We'll push for Dom in the next generation. <laughs> you won't. He won't come back till the Xbox Two. <laughs> oh, I just saved the inside, Jimmy. Oh, perfect. I'm inside, Jimmy. <laughs> All right, Salty. Well, we've been going for what doesn't seem like two and a half hours, but it is two and a half hours. Um, so let everyone know where they can find your stream, and then we'll close uh, out here. Uh, uh, Twitch.tv slash Salty Frank. Um, do I give out my phone number too? Which one? The Heavy Breathing Hotline. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want to do that because because if somebody calls it from another country, then it'd be like, oh boy, you gotta pay these quite color fees. <laughs> the heavy breathing hotline, and you guys yeah. can check him out on Top Shelfers when I'm not streaming. If he's streaming, he's always the hosted priority, so you can check that out. And then maybe I don't. I know you don't want to talk about anything specific, but maybe some other content being created and other ventures you're. Mm -hmm involved yeah, in. I might I might start talking about that soon and start streaming like the actual process and then get judged uh by my poor uh my poor uh management skills of like putting stuff in the right places um yeah I, I have everything it's just a jumbled mess <laughs> it's the it uh if anybody else looks at that project file they're gonna be mortified oh no yeah yeah, and they're gonna ask me questions, and I'm gonna come up with answers that are gonna make sense. But when they think about it later, they're gonna be like, "How do you convince me that was a good idea?" <laughs> they're gonna be sitting there like in bed, you know, when you have like those pre like sleep thoughts, and be like, "Wait, that doesn't make a single lick of sense at all." They're like, "What the f was he talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> all right, salty. I appreciate you coming on, especially last minute. I know that. All right. I did. I took away from gelatin creation and that. That's... Oh, don't worry. I let it sit. It's probably ready now. I can go eat it. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um... Time flies so I can eat my jelly. <laughs> and everyone watching, I appreciate you guys. Um, his link will be down below, as well as a link to the sponsors for this podcast, Monarch Social. If you guys are looking to get a website created and finally establish yourself either as a content creator or your small business, they're the way to go. Either send a message directly to me or head over to monarchsocialbrand.com. Dark Prime Collectibles, everything from action figures, Legos, Magic the Gathering, you name it, <laughs> nostalgia trip, Dark Prime Collectibles, you can head over to their website or they have a location in Clearfield, Utah. Give them a Google, check out their website, you can see their whole inventory and order online. And of course, Happiest Med, premium CBD that won't break the bank. You can go check out their products. It's not confusing too, which is my favorite part and why I like using them is you hop on there and there's not 10,000 products that do 10,000 different things. There's a limited amount of products that tell you exactly what they're going to do. 
It's hepiusmed.com, H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com. I'll see you guys on the next one, and I'll be back Monday with game streams. Bye!